Hey, it's your girl Tasha Mac 10, aka Mac for Press. Tune in to We Love Hip Hop. You already know what it is. It's Supreme Swiss. We have We Love Hip Hop. And if it ain't Marshall, it ain't Law. Yo, it's Project Prezi. I'm out here at We Love Hip Hop, the realest podcast in Canada. Hey, what's up? It's Avaya Mighty, and you are tuning in to We Love Hip Hop. You already know it's TV Gucci. We Love Hip Hop. We're out here. It's Cardinalo for Shout. It's We Love Hip Hop. Hey, you know what it is, man. Solo ass, young soldier gang, Mr. Hookups. We watching, we love hip hop right now, man. Gang. Yo, man, give me some of that old gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? Some shit I can just kick back, smoke a fat ass joint, too. Put your hand over your heart. So let's get it popping. Big Blacks featuring MG Baby Pain. Let's fucking go. Episode 155. Pretty suspect. Pain of my life, pain of my life, pain of my life, or feel this pain of my life. Let's go. Hey, even this shit crank. Yo, let me clean my throat. Let's go. Hit him with the back shells, yeah, got back rolls. Steady like a dick, doing spits on my dick like whoa. Doing tricks on the dick like whoa. smoked out podcast we love hip-hop i'm your host with the most toast friday ricky tread aka rick the drip aka traveling rick aka more fire and to the left of me it's me as usual pk herc Jeez. why you sound so sad ganja giant i'm not sad <laughs> i'm not sad i'm just i wasn't using my deep voice is that better i'm just saying no but yeah it's pk herc um, Ganja Giant, Paul Bunyan, Smokey the Bear. Hey. Let's get it in. Episode one, double nickel. Double nickel. You know what I'm saying? We up there. We up there. We're overproof. You understand what I'm saying? So, holla at your boy. 
Oh, shout out to the Toronto ambiance in the background as well. Every know? week, <laughs> a normal team that yo, we should we, yo, we should copyright that yo. Toronto ambiance. Yo, before we get into anything, I was doing an interview in here the other day. I'm talking to, I think it was Tasha Mac 10, mm-hmm. and we're getting into something important. And all I'm hearing is, Wee! and I'm just like, these motherfuckers. But Toronto ambiance. I was cheesed, but I'm like, somebody might be hurt. Why, why am I so fucking cheesed? You know what I'm saying? No facts. But well, yeah, the Toronto ambiance is uh, it's prevalent Downtown in a lot of our episodes. You know what I'm saying? But uh, hey, it's part of the Toronto. Facts. What can we do? Um, yo, shout out to Sinfully Good Cheesecakes once again. They, they, they hooked us up with some... some Spoiling us over here, man. Facts. Spoiling got, us. Keep the caramels coming. Yeah, man. These are some 50 milligram caramels. We got 100 milligram brownies with caramel toppings. The Twix were good, too. I'm waiting for Twix 2.0. Jeez, the 2.0s. Yeah, I'm waiting for Twix 2.0. I gave my feedback. Mm. So I'm waiting to see 2.0. What do you say? They were more fire. So... Oh, I would hope so. Mm. Let me help you guys out a little bit with that feedback. Mm. It just needed not to be in the fridge. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, once it's room temp. Then it's then it's the cookies crisp. Then it's a then it's a Twix. Ah, it's legit. Like, all right, so, all right. Enough said. Enough said. Shout out Sinfully Good Cheesecakes mm-hmm. because so, yeah. that was the okay, bomb. Okay, you know what? Then it's Friday's fault. Legit, because he's not taking <laughs> them out of the saying? fridge. The man's giving us frozen goodies. Mm. Not frozen, frozen. Well, cold. Cold, and whatever. Cold. Nonetheless, a Friday fault. Friday That's right, put tip your hat, hat to that bullshit, nigga. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? He's already complaining, but you're like, like yeah, that's right. Take the shit out the 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 the, the, the fridge earlier. Mm, my but bad. yeah, big but, up, big up, sinfully. Yeah, She's man. always spoiling us. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, and follow them on Instagram. Follow them. Make yes. a purchase. Buy yeah, something. Yeah, make a purchase. Yo, she came like, through with a good. sick tin for fifty bucks. She got Facts. sample packs, guys. Come on. Well, see, Support. man, I didn't even know about that, but yeah. I just know I, I got a Christmas tin from her for a brethren of mine, and it was proper. Mm. Well, to have sample packs eh? maybe it was the Christmas thing I seen don't quote me uh, no I think it was probably the Christmas tin but and then she was came with a next one where it was a whole but maybe it was a sample a yeah. sample box maybe I'm not sure but um yeah. before we start also Sab you got some shout outs um House of Healing and Herbs hey um, steam that Kunani steam uh Kunani steam guys Kunani steam uh, is on sale until February steam. Wary 14th, if I'm not mistaken. So Gosh. follow. Don't forget for steam that. Mm-hmm. Important. Get your steam insurance, guys. Very important. You guys always laugh. This is a serious thing. I know thing. it's serious. This it's is just, a serious it's the name. thing. It's like, the name. Steam all the If I called it a yoni steam, you would be okay with it? A what? A yoni steam. It'd be better? No. Okay, so I'm just saying, I just the way you just so forward with it. That's well, what it's that's just what a, Hey, that's I'm what happy. I'm I'm glad you are so forward with it so the y'all them need to know what it is and what they need to do. You gotta I, steam the you demons, understand? Understand? As men you should purchase it for your women. Mm, healthy. Steam them demons out. Steam all them old niggas out of her pooch. Ah, uh, Friday. Facts on the? facts, Friday. Oh mm. man. I got tea, I got tea. Um, <laughs> so I keep putting my cup on the table. I shouldn't put it on the table. No um, free avo. Also, big up to the... send the bag. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, but big up House of Healing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, big up House of Healing. For yeah, sure. Yeah, and herbs. Yeah, Yo, man. don't forget, they have sea moss too, you know. Just cool. They have the sea moss too, eh? Give you a strong buck. You know what I'm saying? No, other what? 102 minerals? Mm, yeah. Yeah, man. 102 minute rule. Oh, what that? 
minerals. No oh, I thought you said the 102 minute rule, like it's gonna make you be able to fuck for 102 minutes straight. So I was liking that explanation. No, because like jumping I was like, up and down and shit. It sounds like something. Ridiculous. He's so ridiculous. Like he just, I was like, why did your mind go there? Because Friday's a dirt dog, man. You understand this? Why did it go there? That's where Friday's mind goes straight to the gutter, yo. Straight to the gutter. The more fires. Oh, too late. There they go. Um, oh boy, Friday goes right, right for the gutter. Um, big up to the cubicle gang. <laughs> yes, cubicle gang. Gossiping Grace, I'm sure you'll be talking about this. Hey. Oh, for sure. Gossiping Grace will be talking about this with Water Cooler Wendy. Did you for hear sure. what he said? He said the word pooch. Her and Water Cooler Wendy will be at the Water Cooler. And then nagging Nancy will tell them to go back to work. I'm not fond of that nagging Nancy nagging talk. Nagging Nancy, that's a new one right there. I don't like you the nagging Nancy talk. Big up to the whole cubicle gang. Um, also, big up to the people on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, just all the listening platforms showing mad support. I see the numbers in the fucking SoundCloud too, just doing their fucking thing. Um, shout out to the people at Spotify. Holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, holla at your boy. Um, you know, I want to see what the analytics are in the background. See, that's what Friday was really getting, waiting to get to. The mm. word analytics. Because we were, we heard, we I, heard. I, I know, I know. That we could see those things. Mm. Yeah, we're supposed to be asking. Asking you shall receive, right? Asking Isn't that you what shall they say? Receive. Facto, facto. So yeah, man, let's 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 get it popping. Um, and also make sure to subscribe on YouTube. You know, what I mean, hit that subscribe button as well as the notification bell. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, we already had one winner. Yeah, man. I'm not gonna say the name because I've been trying to get in contact with her. Haven't done it done it yet. You know what I'm saying? Seventy two business hours pass already. Oh well, I I said on the um, what you call we love hip hop radio. I give her about seven days this time. Oh, a week, okay. Yeah, right? cool. And I gave the, the next dude seven days too. <laughs> this time, but he never, you know, in no response. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever. Um, I want to get to a quick news story um, before we get into our shit. All right. Takashi Six Nine does not feel safe. Okay, wait. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we won't. We weren't supposed to bring him up until December 2020. Why that, are we bringing him up in January of no, 2020? No, 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 no. We never made that promise. Look, this is what was said. Mm-hmm. He's coming home in the entire the car. The, the we'll be talking about him again yes. in December the 2020. The but we weren't supposed to talk about him until then? But why are we still talking about this guy? Because there's new news coming. This is yeah, new but why, news why are we still talking about this guy? And there's only one major rapper that's on the mute list right now. Okay. See that? Unnecessary. But go on. Go on. This guy, I don't know. Go this guy's on. in his own mind, his own pocket. That's not. That's not. That a wasn't mute even thing. what we're talking about. That's not even a mute thing then. That's an like, inside, it's inside joke. Right. Anyways, this guy's crying about what he don't feel safe. Fucking yeah. right, you don't feel safe. Good for you. Well, apparently, and this is a TMZ report. <laughs> he's in a jail that has okay, mad blood happy. members. Okay. Um, oh, oh! And, so and some me, real blood is pressing him now. And let me give you the joke before. Uh, this is just the line, the headline in TMZ that got me rolling. Snitches worried about sni- about stitches. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> I'm like, these guys are yeah. bright. 
they are bright, but so, hey. Why are they facing you? So TMZ says Takashi they, won- know, they know the, they know the street code. They know the rules. <laughs> Harvey and them know. Harvey knows what's up. <laughs> of course so, he does. He's a lawyer. Exactly. He knows what's up. He locked up. He's probably worried about his name being downstairs in the bullpen. Facts. Does it say dumb Trump beside his name? That's what he's worried about. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So um, the report here says Takashi wants out of prison um, ASAP to serve the remainder of his sentence at home because the rapper believes his um, he's in serious risk behind bars. Takashi's lawyer, Lance Lazaro, just filed docs obtained by TMZ asking the judge to allow him to serve the rest of his 24 months under his home confinement under community correctional facilities or in a community correctional facilities. 6ix9ine claims his safety is seriously at risk because he ratted on the nine trade blood gangs or gangster bloods and says um, the private jail he's currently in is chock full of blood gang members. Translation, this snitch is worried about getting snitch uh, stitches. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's oh. yeah, it's ridiculous because you know it's probably going to happen. They're probably going to slap that ankle bracelet on him and send him on his fucking way. You, you think they're going to send him home? They already did, they, look what they already did for the man. You think they're going to send them home? Look what they already did for the man, bro. Wow. Look what they already did for the man. I take her. How do you get from looking at 47 years to two years? The man snitched and got 45 years knocked off his sentence. Yeah, that's a long fucking bit. Okay? So then now, you think the man don't cry and they don't film. Yo, the man already, you know, like, he turned on the witness protect, no? Yeah, he said he was going to have 24-hour security. Right? So... Why not get the get that bag start flowing? Wow, you know you might be right because they say you're supposed to come home by by August. So, like way. yo, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, like nowadays, I wouldn't be surprised. It's not shocking to me. Yeah, it ain't nothing shocking. It ain't shocking to me. You know, it would have been shocking to me if they said, "Oh, you did all that snitching. Here's 15 years." Yeah, I would. Oh shit. Yo, the man's gonna be home by August, they said in the reports. And not in this report, but in other reports that I was sad, watching. Man. But that's crazy. Um But yo, let's let's talk about a real nigga like Bobby Schmurda. You understand what I'm saying? That's a real nigga right there. Bobby isn't he, Schmurda. Isn't he coming home this year? I hope so. That nigga's a real nigga right there. Took fucking seven so his boy could get seven. Mm-hmm. Real nigga shit. Free Bobby Schmurda. You understand what I'm saying? I'm waiting for a Schmurda gang to come back on road. I'm waiting for Bobby. And you know when when Schmurda touch home? I'm waiting for Bobby. I'm um, waiting for Bobby. Free a real nigga. Free Bobby Schmurda. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You heard? Free Bobby. Free Bobby Schmurda. <coughs> Man, see, took time so his brother could come home. And then the Same wave, time. the wave right now, like all with the pop smokes and the 22 Gs and all those guys that are blowing up the fucking New York scene, he'll be home just in time. That's right. The hat can drop finally. Facts. We'll that find out where the hat can drop. Where where finally? Because Bobby. Oh gosh. That's right. Mm. See, look at Sav jumping all over the place. You guys don't understand. She's <laughs> like, ready to meet him at the gate. You don't understand. Sav is ready to meet him at the gate. Bobby, you got a fan. You don't That's all I'm know saying. A lot of them. Yeah, Trust man. Me. That's like, all I'm saying. Representing for the dark skin niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she Let's go. Trust <laughs> <me>. <laughs> you guys kill me right now. Don't kill me. Um, let's, I'm all numbered. <laughs> let's do a quick ad. Oh, man. Um, match pipes. Shout out to Match Pipes, the first all-in-one pipe 
I, I don't have mine here. We don't have one on the fucking table. We're slacking today. But big up to them, same way. The man don't have his bougie smoke with him. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but same way. Love it. Love it. Um, the portable, durable pipe system is made for everyday cannabis enthusiasts. With its refillable built-in lighter, storage bowl, and foldable pipe makes this device truly the most compact dry herb unit on the market. Same. Yeah. Yo, can y'all hold it down a little bit like that? Um, but yeah, man, if you all want to get your hands on one of these, make sure to hit them up on their website, matchpipes.com. Um, the giveaway, we're at about 12 people right now. I was literally, I was on my admin grind. I found about 12 people, more people got added during the We Love Hip Hop um, radio nice, show. Nice, so nice, nice. We're getting up there. So we'll be doing a giveaway once we get to um, to 20 people, all right? Yeah. We'll be putting the names in a draw and somebody will be able to get a free one. And if you want to get a discount, hit them up and use our uh, discount code. Yeah, uh, use our promotional code. What's our code? W-L-H-H-2-O. Insane. Matchpipes.com. Um, let's get to our top trying six to, here. Trying to, trying to fuck me up, eh? Trying to catch me off guard and shit. Like, mm. a nigga don't know what's up, huh? We pose no, I'm just that. joking. It's, it's episode 155, we One pose. double nickel. We better be getting good at this shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm fuck, nigga. Like, it's a soft thing. Yeah, like they would say, that's soft. That's soft. That's light. That's it's light. Um, you know one thing before we get to the top six? Um, those little slangs, that's soft. That's light. You know, I was just thinking in my head. Go for it. Like... I talk to, when I talk to my brother sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm older than him, obviously, so I drop some of my old head slang. He looks at me like, yo, come on, we're not using those no more. <laughs> <laughs> like what? what? <laughs> you drop a lot of old head slang that, uh, that the young boy's not know, using like, no more. I don't know. I don't fucking. Something, I, like, I'm just talking about anything. It is when he just look at me soft, like. Soft, we've been saying that from yeah, time. Yeah, soft, light. Um, that's a light, that's, that's, that's light, light work. That's a light thing. That's light work. But yeah, like older slangs, you know, uh, people can fill us in. They know our our older heads. They can fill us in. They know. Let the younger guys know. I was just thinking to myself, all the slang is generational. Because mm. like I said, I had no clue where Bhakti came from. Facts. I had no clue until the man told me the other day. I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. That's post two thousand seventeen slang. I would yeah, say. Yeah, because it was buckets. Toronto slang. It was buckets before Costies, mm. You know what I'm saying? Costlers. Yeah, Costlers. No, they put the two. Uh, the bucket and. No. Custy. No, no. Bucky. No, that's what I thought originally, but, but that's, that's what it sounds like. I know that's what it sounds like, but that's not what it is. No, it means it means a bum. It's like a, it's another language, I think. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's Somali for bum. There you go. See. Boy, boy. You know but yeah. So, anyways, Custy, Bucket, Costler. You know what I'm saying? Costler is the fucking Fiends. best. You remember, you used to go like, yo. Well, okay. Remember that one? You see a bucket, you don't know Six up. Oh, six up for sure. Six up, switched, okay? People used to say six up, you know, guide them or whatever, No, keep six is like watch for the boy them. Yeah. Keep six, and then six up, the boy them are coming. Yes. There's no... But then post... Certain times, yeah, the slang changed. It's, it, <laughs> Don't look at me, Sam. The slang changed. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it did. It did. It and did. it became the six. Stop meaning the boy. Then it became the city. Right, and then just you know, uh, it took me a long time to realize that one because yo, I was so used to yo six up the boy. I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 yo, man, so, whoa, where, where, where? You know what I'm saying? But then. 
it's like no no that's like something my brother would like to see but then when but then you see when you break down what it what it stands for you're like okay you understand what what happened mm. and why why i got that number yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 no, yeah for sure yeah, yeah. well the combination yeah. of the area codes i was thinking also like because a lot of i go in the comments a lot and i see the american audience and shout out to y'all always blo- appreciate the support but i see certain people who are like yo these guys talk funny yo toronto people talk fucked up like they're like offended by our commentary dog. <laughs> what can i say <laughs> you know what when we try to see when we're trying to sound like new york we're getting flack for that yeah so then when we come with our own twang and our own talk we get flack for it. that they don't want to hear that now that you see man Rocking raptor hats and stuff like that wasn't w- w- the throwbacks, you know. Mm. You see them like before. It wasn't what the fuck, a purple dinosaur. Oh, them niggas is Barney over there, right? Oh no, but and you know how you I know what I'm we, saying? we got the sauce because we get emails from everywhere, not just Toronto, Miami, Facts. fucking Tennessee, everywhere. Yo, played our shit. I'm thinking to myself, respect, but like, no, we're a Canadian-based show. We're, yeah. You know Maybe we should open a U.S. division. Who knows? Hey, Ricky Borders. Um. Oh God! <laughs> can you even cross the border? No. But Ricky Borders. <laughs> All right. That's why you can so, call yourself that. I think you can't it's cross. time to transition over into your six list. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, You're right, Sam. Right on track. Ghost in the room. That's right. Do the, do, the, do the damn thing. So top six tracks. Do the All damn right. thing. Um, comprised of the video that dropped this week, a lot of fucking tunes. I was there looking at the list like, is this two weeks worth? Nah, one week worth. All right. So, yeah, man. Big up to the comment gang. Comment gang strong. Everybody set their votes in and the votes are in. So, number six. Six Buzz featuring Northside Benji and Houdini. Too soft. They're driving around, mm-hmm. hanging out the window and shit. Not bad. It's all right. Yeah, man. And R.I.P. Bully, he's in the video as well. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. I didn't even catch that. Bro. Yeah, yeah, man. In the end. Bully. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, very dope tune. Very dope video. Yeah, man. I think Six Buzz, because they're putting their name first in the things, they might be having a new compilation mixtape coming soon. So, looking yeah. out for that. That'd be so, dope. Um, number five. Hoodlum, time is money. Man, so he's signed to the plug. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need a deal. I'm signed to the plug. Bars. I said, all right. Yeah, man. Hoodlum. You know what? He can't. You can't really say that he's been low for 2019. He hasn't dropped as much as 2018. Told you in the title, mm. time is money. Mm. So obviously he's been using his time wisely. Facts. And he hasn't been making music. And then when he dropped, he let you niggas know that time is money and I'm signed to the plug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very dope tune, you know what I'm saying? Big up to Hoodlum. We love hip hop alumni. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, number foul. Also alumni. Yes. Roadrunner freezing. That's a big. I like that track. Like Savage right now. Yeah, I like the track. I like the track. Pardon? <laughs> like Savage right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm. But yes. Fire, fire, fucking tune. Yeah, you know they look like they're having fun. And shout out to Nino and Louis. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was also here on location. He did mm-hmm. the um, did the video. Yeah, he's getting his directing on, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's you know he's not like mad fucking videos. I I feel like I've been like. 
I, I've been on sleeping at the wheel because from when he came and sat with us and then I started looking back at music videos, like just hey. every video that drops, I'm like, jeez. Hey, the man's doing his thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. He, you didn't see the man came in here and he kept saying, yo, I like that video, with the, dire- the one, the episode with the directors. Mm. I watched that one about three, four times. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. So yeah. the man was giving you hints. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The man was dropping the Easter eggs. No, because from back in the days, he was on, on some rap shit. So I was just like, oh, I didn't even realize the transition that you made into the directing. But fire, fire, oh, fire. one more thing about that video. Mm. There's a lot of money. They <laughs> <laughs> broke a stack of me or somebody said. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this, you just got it on your shoulder. You're trying to keep it steady. You're throwing it at each other. Here, keep this. Here, take that. Oh, okay. I can't wait to do the cutaway for that. <laughs> like, the nigga had the stack that was like higher than his head like this. Stack <laughs> meter. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, big tune. Number three. And we're in the top three now. Shadow Grey and K-Goon relate. Big tune. And that's some Montreal shit right there. Okay. I see a couple Montreal tracks on this list. Yeah, man. MTL. Pardon me? I said a couple is the right way. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because, you know, I'm, you know, being a, a original Montrealer, you know what I'm saying? Um, as well as staff. We never see a fucking Montreal <laughs> track in the top three. That never has happened. Sav's eyes is sweat. Like, why you gotta put me on blast like that? I for? was like, bro, we talk about this on the level. Why you gotta put my business out there? Yeah, no. This is true. This is true when it comes to the top three about an artist from Montreal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cracking the list. That it's it doesn't happen. First time. Often. Hey. Ever. Hey. No, it's happened before. C-Y. C-Y? See why Southside or Southwest? Six. Yeah, he came here. One of our he was alumni. on the top six. He, he was in the top six. He was yeah. in the top six. Yeah, I don't was, think he made it to top three, but I think he was, he in, was in the top, top six. six. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I stand That's corrected. That's why I was like, we've had it's happened more than once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably this is the highest on the list. Yeah, man. Big up to Shadow Grey. Still at the end of the day, it's still a fire track. Yeah, man. And Shadow the video is fire. From, I think he might be from here, Shadow Grey. I'm not sure. I feel like I, his name has popped up before. So no, I'm no, I, sure. I've, uh, he's, you know, we've, we've he's done posts for him yeah. on the gram. Like he, he's been around. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And Goon, he's been putting in work from time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Next time I forward to Montreal, Goon interview. Holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Right, he's just putting it out there. And he fucking eat. That's what we do now. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. Right. 2020. Let them eat your back up. <laughs> it's going to be great. Hit me up. Friday, Ricky, on Instagram. Um, number two. That never answers your DMs. <laughs> Roots make moves. Scene. It's nice. He's doing his thing. Yeah, kind man. Of and stuff. Yeah, man. Big up to Roots. You know what I'm saying? Fucking... <laughs> Big fucking tune, man. Doing, you know, spitting, spitting on the on the on the rep rapid fire flow. You know what I'm saying? He made it on the list to number two. Yeah, man. And his, his, right. his comment gang came out super strong. Like his supporters were in the comments going mud. However, the number one. Because <laughs> I got more sound effects for this one here. Number one track in Canada this week, Birds, All I Know, Sing. It's a big tune still. Yeah, it's man. It's a different vibe, too. 
Yeah, R and B. I like it. Yeah, it's got that like you know. It's good. Mm-hmm. And he switches flows on the second verse. Yeah. I like that. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. Yeah, man. Big up to birds. Fucking hashtag baddie alert as well in the video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And wow. and and. It's just the way you say it. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like, it's not. They're always like, they're, they're attractive. They're attractive. They're sexy. You know, they're beautiful females. Uh-huh. But this guy, oh, Maddie alert! Hashtag Maddie alert! <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You just sound like a creep. Like. Hey. <laughs> Ricky Quagmar. Ricky Quagmar. He's loving it too. <laughs> that might be the title, Ricky Quagmar. <laughs> okay, honorable mention. Okay, okay, finish what's in your mouth okay. first. My bad. Oh boy. Okay, honorable mentions. Little Yem, doing wrong. 100 watts, you know. Um, Big Blacks and MG Baby, what I played at the top of the show. Pain, Hellway, Hood Stamp, Young 823, Lavish, Frank Blacks, Rhodes, Stunner Smooth, Black Ops, YMC Mercy and Swisher uh, Supreme, Cold Hearted. You Exchange, Torino, Swagger Right, Hottest Out, Re-Release. Um, yeah. I knew, um, I Run You, They Know, Burner Bands, Back Against the Wall, um, Doom, Swoosh, M-Dubs, True. List. Yeah, man. Um, and, know, yeah. and M-Dubs is um, alumni from uh, the LB interview. Ah. Valentine, Choosy Susie, Don Million, Baby Girl Grave, um, Lil Debbie, um, Lil TJ Diss, Always never take me back um, in time. K2 from the five, new drop, young easy, ghost, chromas, baddie, the verse, all that, um, 682, representing Montreal. I like that track too. Yeah. See, that yeah. was the other one. Um, and Lil Turner, several. And with that guy there, the verse? Yeah, I've seen some other tracks by him too. <laughs> A lot of his tracks. Tell me this when you click on the video, do you not have to log into fucking YouTube so you can go into the smart. 18 and over? Hey, smart. <laughs> smart. He's got a disclaimer. Smart. Disclaimer what? That's like an 18. He, he sets the settings to 19 and yeah, over. Right. Yeah, he knows yourself. <laughs> He's smart, like, though. Even on the front of the oh, video, yeah. there's a disclaimer on the front That's that says right. that the, the... This is for adults. The, the, no, and it's props. It's solely for... <laughs> These are props. This is like, right. grown people When shit. I smack the guy with the burner, it's a yeah. prop, okay? <laughs> so just oh, relax. Honestly, you have the Haitian food, the white rice with the plantain, the legume. No, it was the white rice, it was the legume, the legume, and the sauce pot. I know, but it's a man, once you have that Haitian, yeah, man, I have that Haitian food, fam. And then I was like, oh, yeah, man, the man let his gut con him, like, oh, that's some good food right there. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Huh, and slapped him with the team. I was looking at it. I was like, bro, I really miss Montreal for this. I can't lie. That play they show look good too, man. Yeah. I don't want to lie. And shout out to the 19 and over fucking video. But it's smart, though. Yeah. It's yeah. smart. Show them straight up. Yo, this is for adults. It's a, 19 and over. Kids. We're not playing this. Kids, you're not allowed. Sorry. Kids go to bed. You know That's right. It's 11 o'clock. It's past your bedtime. Um, okay, Do you quick. know where your kids are? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> 11 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Trust they stopped me. running that on, on, on um, CP24. They used to run that much music, CP24. Classic commercial. Classic. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. Coming. Do you know where your children are? Do you know where your children are? I'm watching TV. My commercial want to pop up on the TV. What the hell is this? Like, That's right. We're in the Nowadays, 
It's like we in a trap smoking weed. It's eleven o'clock. Who gives a fuck where your children are? Right? Do you know where your mom is? (laughs) (laughs) She's in my yard. Look at this guy. Stop, you dirtbag. Look at this guy. He loves it. 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 Okay. Speaking of dirt bags, no, no, speaking of dirt bags, no shade. Um, quick story before we get out of here. Has academics fallen off? He's Who? a dirt bag. Who? Academics. Who? Academics. Who? <laughs> I wasn't a fan. You were a fan. That was good. You even bought the gear. So you uh, tell us. Okay. Has academics fell off? Let me explain. No, don't explain chat it. Nigga. Ask that, the isn't question. That it, isn't that what it says? Chat I had nigga? a chat nigga hoodie. Oh, you I had. am part. Of, I have. Oh, I'm part of the chat nigga squad for life. Okay, so and okay. this is why I ask as a as a supporter. But you can't ask us. We don't like academics. Mm, hot takes. I'm like this and is she not said like we. this is public opinion. Herc has voiced this like <laughs> many <laughs> times, and I'm sorry that I spoke for you, Herc. But I'm like I'm Bobby not an Bobby. academics fan. Okay, my whole thing is. He came through in 2012. He was hot on the YouTube, mad videos, okay? That's what got him popular. Mad YouTube videos, war on Chirac, videos daily. Yeah, man was getting big off of people's misery. Right. Then he got on Everyday Struggle, and naturally his videos slowed down a bit because he started getting a public bag. People started seeing his face. He had way more episodes and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And he was getting a bag. YouTube starts slowing down. Started letting the, co- uh, the chat niggas down. But we were like, we see you, right? Now everyday struggles start to slow down. This nigga's dropping a video maybe every week, once every two weeks. He's noticing the bags falling off. Right? We ain't, I'm barely seeing this nigga because everyday struggle's not on. I don't know if it's coming back. You know what I'm saying? Don't quote me because it might be back next, next week or f- for all I know. But... <laughs> As soon as you say they're not coming back, whoop. Boom, they're back, right? But he slowed the fuck down. you barely seen him on the fucking YouTube. And he's doing, he's still doing his little rap shit. He's, he's got a new track called Hype Beast. So then why are we talking about him? Has he fallen off? Why are we talking about him? You live just said that the man has a new track called whatever you said it was yeah, just called. Yeah, but that hold to on, me... Hold on. Mm-hmm. You said he has a new track, whatever you said it was just called. Great for him. He's trying to focus on a different lane. So let the man focus on a different lane. He's clearly doing something. If you don't like it, that's on you. But he doesn't want to be a podcaster anymore, love. Mm, so you got a lawyer in Sav right there. It's not a lawyer in Sav, but why are we talking about academics? I, I just I just want to put it out into the world. I just want to know. Okay, comment gang. Let me know then. Has academics fallen off? All right. It's a health. It's a right. It's an answer. It's a that's question. a good question. It's a good question. Yeah. But we you gotta ask them. You can't ask me that. Like. Yeah. But yeah. that's a good question. I was gonna play the little tune there, but we'll do a. Little yeah. <laughs> that's right? a good idea. We don't need to go through all of that. Right. Um, no free press. <laughs> let's cut to a break here. Press, 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 press. I got a track here by uh, G- Geneva. The track is called Probably. Okay. Everything's okay But every now and then Thoughts and wands up 
Starting off 2020 super, super, super hot right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And you know, I, I've said this a gazillion times now, a special episode, special episode. But the thing is, the reason why I find this one special is because we have a lack of female representation on our show. I'm going to say that. I'm, you know what I mean? It's true. I, I feel like we, we, we speak to so many rappers per year. Mm. Right, we're going into episode 155 or something oh, by the wow, time this comes amazing. out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So a lot of interviews. Yeah. But I would say on a two hands, we might not even be able to get past the amount of women who are rapping mm. in the game that we've had on the show. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And there's a lot. But I'm saying people who are consistently, consistently doing their thing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, you're really you you're really going for this shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what I see in you here. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. So, for, with no further ado, we have Havaya Mighty in the motherfucking building. Hey, yes. thank you for having me here. Yo, this is exciting. Thank I you never for did an interview about smoking. This is going to be cool. Well, it's, it's the world's most smoked out podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And and I need it on a t-shirt. Yeah, hey, I, I think I got that on a hoodie somewhere. We have, no? we have tank tops. I know that much. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's brandable. Of, I love it. Speaking of t-shirts, before we even start this interview here. Oh, okay. What's going on, Friday? Oh, careful. Don't. What kind of? I got t-shirts. What kind of oh, gifts? Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, it's large though. That's okay. I know I got different sizes in here. You know what I'm okay. Okay. Well, we'll, off off camera, we'll get the size to you, but. We love hip hop t-shirt for, ah, for our go. guest today. That's you know amazing. What I'm I love it. Thank you oh, so that's much. What we're doing for 2020. That's, that's, that's how we live it in 2020. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'll make sure to get you the right size before, of course, before we get out of here. Of course. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what I'm yeah. So, Havaya, I'm there pre in your Instagram. Okay. Unless I'm pre in your Instagram. You used to have a lot of posts on there. Yeah. Everything wipe up. Mm-hmm. What what happens? Um. We had an amazing year in 2019. Like we, we curated some really like strong content in the beginning of the year for the album 13th Floor, mm-hmm. and we had curated content for I'd say like the first half of the the whole year, and it was extremely effective. Yeah. And then like shows started picking up, and opportunities started like really snowballing, and it led to like promoters being like, "Hey, like, here's the flyer for this show," you know. And yeah. I started realizing I I had to like. I wasn't curating my content anymore. I was like posting and then trying to make it work after the fact yeah. because there was so much going on and there was so much stuff to like ensure that people were aware of yeah. that I started to post for the informative factor mm. and I feel like I lost a little bit of like my visionary, like the sight of the visionary aspect of it okay. and what I actually want the branding to look like. Yeah. And I needed a moment for like a break to like kind of give that space that space like I didn't want to take things down when things were really moving and I felt mm. like November December things are always moving but like it was like 
like a nice break that I was able to like mentally wrap my mind around yeah. if I were to re- like undo and redo content like how would I do it yeah. for the things that are still upcoming how would I repost them it just I had I had enough time in December to like to think, think about it yeah. how I could do it and if I'm gonna do it and why I would need to do it if I'm gonna do it yeah, yeah and I just decided like that it made sense to do so and like I just did it like kind of for the top of the year mm-hmm. we have like like I knew I had some cool things to announce, like the the Good Life commercial yeah, 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 that I'm yeah. in, and like some I have some other stuff coming in January, and it just picks up this year, and yeah, it just felt like you you know fresh year. We have so much fresh stuff coming, and there mm-hmm. is a lot. Like we're still rolling out 13th floor. We're st- we got singles coming still. We're yeah, still riding yeah, yeah. up the album. So very dope. It's, yeah, yeah, it's by no means like a you know like new all new like new year new me. It's not yeah, even that. Yeah. It's just. I'm also understanding where my visual branding wants to go more yeah. and I'm understanding like what I want it to look like. Mm-hmm. So it was a challenge for myself to like get better at like kind of like focusing on like that visual aspect. So curating yeah. these posts in advance, like ensuring that the colors are seamless and in line with each other. And yeah, yeah like a challenge for me, you know? Yeah. You know, it, it brings me also to another question with um, you taking that pull back off of social media. Mm. Do you feel that, like, you feel some kind of, like, a mental break? Because, like, social media could be hectic, like, like you were saying, like, the way that you were posting, like, and it felt like you're posting for them rather than just posting for yourself at this point. Like, yeah. Like, it, I want to ensure that, like, if I'm posting, like, it doesn't feel like I'm doing it just to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that the content that's being posted is really strong. That's another thing, too. Like, when you're posting like for shows and stuff sometimes they have flyers that that you don't love or sometimes like they don't have flyers and then you're like I'm just gonna use this picture that I took at the show or at my previous show to like make it work and it just yeah like Instagram is a visual platform Mm -hmm. and they come on your page and it's just people see what it looks like before they see like the content that's being shared the the themes and like the important yeah like they read it they see it exactly yeah, yeah, that's a more yeah. simple way of saying what I'm trying to say. So, like, in order for them to feel engaged, like, I look at, like, companies that have Instagram, like, Forever 21. Well, they're gone now, but, like, mm-hmm. companies that, like, still exist. Yeah. And, like, I look at the way that they brand, and they're not musicians, and it's, like, very visually pleasing. Like, Reebok's page, for example, I really mm-hmm. like the way their page looks. They reached out to me not too long ago, yeah, and that's yeah. when I saw like how nice their Instagram looked, and I was like, I like the way they brand their yeah. their stuff. So like, when I look at it like that, I look at myself as a company, mm-hmm. and I think Instagram is like a you know a representation of the company. Oh, you guys are gonna smoke me out, <laughs> damn, you know. So yeah, yeah. I thought it was important to do that, and social media like it can be taxing. Mm-hmm. So I wanted also with the rebrand for it to feel more like, yo, I'm posting when I want. Mm-hmm. So I'm curating in advance control. and more control. That way I'm not like feeling compelled to like rush to post things yeah. when I actually don't have anything going on. Like I've thought about this days, weeks in advance. Yeah. So there's never anything that's not intentional. Yeah. You know? we'll come back with a strategy. And even when you were mentioning with flyers and stuff for shows, you got a show coming up um, February 20th yeah. in, in the U.S. It's going to be your first U.S. show, right? In New York, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, not my first. New, it's my first New York show, but not my first stateside show. Okay, okay. I played Idaho and Denver? It was Denver. Yeah, Denver. Okay. And those are my, those right. are my first two shows, so like this will be my third. Yeah. Oh, wait. L.A. That was my fourth. This will be my fourth. Well, New York's like the mecca of hip-hop yeah so it feels like a first because i've never played the east coast well actually like when i was with like right when i 
like a few years ago I was invited for this cypher thing with Team Backpack back when they were okay. really popping. Shout and out Team Backpack. Yeah. yeah, and I actually did perform once in Brooklyn. So mm, like, but it wasn't okay. a solo show. It was a cypher that I. It didn't. It's not the same as like performing as a Vibe Mighty. Yeah. Like this is different. Yeah. And you're headlining, right? Yeah. Well, you, well, it's like I'm one of the main performers, oh, okay. so it's definitely different. Like I'm not like this Toronto curated cipher. Yeah. You know, it's like Hawaii Mighty, her show, her music. So in that way, it feels like much more like personal. Can you let us in on a little bit of the, the game plan for one uh, for that show, or for that even just for that trip? That like you know. I think that. I think the main thing this year is creating more seamlessness with the set. So, mm -hmm. like, with this year, I really perfected, like, working with my DJ. Okay. And, like, learning, like, what our chemistry is like on stage and what the album feels like. And now we want to, like, like, I use some hardware on stage. We want to kind of manipulate how that <laughs> looks, make it a little bit more seamless for the audience. Just allow me... Stop for a second. Hardware? What, what kind of yeah. hardware? Oh, okay. So I have a vocal pedal. Mm -hmm. I have a vocal right, pedal. It's called a Roland VT4. Yeah. Um, and I utilize it to do live harmonies, mm -hmm, live mm -hmm. pitching. And I also oh, like pre-program like MIDI harmonies that I run through this pedal. Yeah. And I, I don't really feel like anyone else is doing it quite the way we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I trigger this live myself. Mm -hmm. And it kind of takes away from a bit of the seamlessness that I want the live set to have. Right. So figuring out ways to like allow me to do a little bit more in the front facing scope of the set yeah. um, in order to it's just growing the set, realizing like what's worked. Yeah. We know what songs work. We know what songs we want to extend. Some songs are too short. You know, some mm -hmm. we want to like in introduce new elements into the set that we haven't done in 20 2019. Yeah. So that's definitely something that, you know, we've kind of been working towards okay and the, that show i don't know if it would be that show but definitely like something in the q1 q2 era mm -hmm. will be the premiere of some of these new skill sets that we're introducing and just like new approaches as well yeah. with the live set but like the the live harmony pitch thing is really cool because a lot of people hear me as a rapper first they don't really know how much i sing yeah because you do the hooks as well yeah like i I sing. I sang before I ever rapped. Like okay. I took singing lessons for seven years before I ever ever rapped. So mm. I feel like that's kind of like one of my first loves, and it it also kind of like dictates the way that I rap. Like right. my rapping is kind of like melodic, I'd say, and yeah. I think that's because of the singing and learning, like breathing technique and enunciation and all these things that like rap is not as important in the beginning yeah i think that i've kind of had those skills like early on so it, like kind of manipulated my sound and so i feel when i perform live hmm? you had a one up on them already yeah like i feel like mm. when i perform live i gotta show them like i gotta give them like a vocal experience like yeah. and like i do want to experiment with playing live instruments but i do think like my voice is my best live instrument so i like to really experiment with what i can do with that and hardware I am not a. I am a fan of hardware. So I, is it an actual pedal or something that you're stepping on? Yeah, it's like on? a hand pedal. So like I, I have to oh, trigger it. It's not. It's not a step on pedal. It's, it's not a step a, on oh, pedal. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like it shouldn't even be called a pedal, I guess. But a trigger. Yeah. I don't know. Like, okay. but a controller. But it's like it's like it's really dope what it can do. You know, it's a. I'm, there's. I'm sure there's many hmm. options of devices you can use to do this. Yeah. But the way that I do it, like we we trigger like pre-programmed like notation like i can make harmonies in advance like these 
hardware pedals can only do like a standard basic harmony so if I'm singing like ah uh, it's gonna do the ah uh, ah uh, if it's the minor yeah. and then it's gonna do the major version of that uh. but it can't go any more intricate than that but like I like to put like church chords in there I like sevenths and it, you know I, I want to really manipulate it in a way that no pedal can do and yeah. so utilizing my own pre-programmed harmonies through the MIDI function is something that I think I don't really hear being done unless you really have a choir or like backup that, singers you know what it kind of reminds me of it's like um, Razel or one of those oh, with, with the, the beatboxing beat, beat yeah. how they have the sound the machine that they, yeah. they, it's not like an MP but it's they're manipulated they have like the preset yeah. vocals or beats to it and, and, and even with a lot of these terms that you're using you sound like you engineer your own shit uh, to a degree yeah to a degree, yeah. I think I, I engineer my own stuff to the degree and like to a like point mm -hmm. and then, you know, give it to the best mixing, mastering engineer or like mixing and then mastering engineer. Yeah. Um, but you most, record yourself. Yeah, for the most part, I do. I yeah, actually prefer to record I myself. I that because you, <laughs> you're saying MIDI terms. You're using all these terms of somebody who's sitting behind there yeah. looking at all these things on the computer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think recording myself. I mean, there's beauty in being recorded by other people, like mm -hmm. the feedback of someone else. If someone, I like recording with someone who understands singing more than just rapping. Like, if you understand singing, I feel like you don't automatically understand rapping, but like there's an intricacy to understanding singing that you could put so much trust in the engineer when they get it yeah like when they're like you could do the, you could do that take again you're like oh okay yeah. like when when i'm in a studio and i do a take and it's not good to me and the engineer doesn't question the take i'm not tr i'm already out mm -hmm. like for me i don't trust anything i don't trust the judgment of the person because yeah. i feel like my standard is higher than theirs might be for me or they're not like as critical as me and like so I'm, I'm not, not like for the best yeah like i'm worried about what the takes that you end up utilizing are going to sound like mm -hmm. when i record myself i don't ever have to worry about what takes that get used in the end because i get to select them yeah. and generally when i record myself i actually just like do it on the fly like i just get the right take on the fly okay i don't do five takes and then go through it later yeah. like that an engineer does that because like they have to like you know they rest your ears and all that but for me, I know when the take feels right, so mm -hmm. I just do it till it feels right, and then I just like move on. So I feel like interesting to complete the track. I know when the track is complete much quicker if I do it at home. Yeah. Like, and I'm not again. I'm not opposed to working in a studio with an engineer. I yeah. I've done it. I did it. More hands. I didn't on do it on this though. album. I actually recorded myself on this album. The third. The third. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteenth floor. I recorded myself for every song okay. I did record half the album in a very nice studio but I was engineering the session still mm -hmm. and then the other half I did at home uh, which was really cool um, but I did not mix and master the album that was Dan Weston and I definitely after hearing his mix and master I'm glad I didn't because yeah. that he, he definitely he, he murdered that yeah. and like I think another important thing is understanding where you shine and where you don't and I really think that I am very good at making demos mm -hmm. in terms of mixing and mastering when it comes to like that final record, like making sure all 13 songs are at the same volume, the same space. I would never trust myself to do that at yeah. the current state I'm in. That's a whole different uh, skill set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think sometimes knowing when you should step back and hire the right person is important too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's so true. Um, yeah. Let's go back a bit. Okay. Um, you grew up in Brampton. Right, you moved from Malton to Brampton. Toronto, to right. Brampton. Right. So, tell me about that experience. Like you were on, from like from the research I was doing, you were on twelve years old. You know what I'm saying? What was like a typical day for like 
you in, in Brampton when you were a teenager? Mm. Do you have a sorry lighter? A typical day in Brampton. Yeah. Not Toronto. Not Toronto. Okay. Because uh, okay. I was so young, so Yeah. So okay, when you moved to Brampton at twelve, around that time. No, huh? I moved to no, and I might have said that incorrectly in an interview when I yeah, was younger. Yeah, yeah. Um I moved to Brampton when I was like seven. Okay. I realized That's the other day, young. like this exact age, because like I found a recording. And I was like, oh, the, I, that was like the year after I moved or whatever. That was like yeah, seven. Yeah, so it's yeah, like seven, yeah, eight. Yeah. Like that's when I moved. So I was like, I don't remember a lot okay, in okay. terms of like detail. But Brampton, I do remember obviously a lot more because I was like coming into my young adult self yeah. through Brampton. And for me, to be honest, like Toronto was where I grew up. It was like, it was like Gerard and Danforth area. Okay. So like. The particular area itself, though, was quite. I say it was like low class, but like white. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know uh, the area. Like the white ghetto. Yeah, yeah. And then like this huge black family, mom and dad, and three, four girls mm. in their dresses, and you know they all play the piano, and I can hear the piano through th these paper thin walls, mm -hmm. and just, they all got dreads, and this is just like lower class white area let's just we're just not like we stand out and not like in a good way like no one's happy yeah, for yeah, us yeah, yeah. you know it's so like it was just like a weird experience where like you know people throw bricks through your window people mm. egg your house that's um, crazy yeah, yeah like growing up in, like in toronto this happened or brampton no, that was in Toronto. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was like, that was when I was young. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm a kid. So like, I can't do anything about it. I, I don't have anger towards these people. I'm a kid. I'm a child. Yeah. So I'm not like, fuck these motherfuckers. Like, I'm like, whoa, what was that? Like, I'm yeah, scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents, you don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And I got three older sisters who are also young. And so I'm being sheltered mm -hmm. from like, even seeing it happening. Like, go back to bed. Like, you, you're made to not worry about it. And I'm not like, after school, you come home. Like, yeah. I was not allowed outside because the area. So, I, it was just like, I didn't know Toronto, really. Like, yeah, I feel like... Out of your siblings? Out of my sisters. And yeah. my brother was born when we when we were already in Brampton. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, like, I was yeah, the youngest yeah, yeah. one at that time. So, like, yeah, like, I just... I didn't... I don't feel like I got to know Toronto, mm -hmm. like, so much because of my experience. It was very restricted. Yeah. So, I got, I got to know my sisters. I got to know, like these walls, my bedroom, I got to know making music, I rehearsed a lot, I got very like, I don't know, I feel like I got like a good like understanding of work ethic in those days. You still play the piano? Uh, my sister's more than me, but I played like, like, I got singing lessons, they got piano lessons. Yeah. So like, I could play like vicariously through them, but I don't have like the training so they have. trying to make a group, huh? Yeah, we were the Mighty the Sisters, mighty, yeah. we were the Mighty Sisters, and we used to play in Scarborough. We used to like. I remember we played like Carabana. We were like wow. the share paper, and we played like the airport. And I guess our parents were like our managers. It was a little yeah. mighty, mighty Jackson thing, you know. But not bad. Hey. Yeah, like it's just like lessons were very expensive. We moved to Brampton because of all that shit, yeah. and just like the living wasn't. So you're telling me that because I remember hearing in the in the, the George Strombo the George Strombo interview yeah yeah, yeah. Strombo yeah. yeah the Strombo interview about the brick throwing that's nice and I was like I need to hear a little bit more detail oh, about that right yeah so okay besides that like, let's go to that first mm. and then I got another question for you so 
take me to that night when that happened because I found that a very like that made me stop the, the video for a second and be like what the fuck really yeah wow because I know that we experience racism in in Canada to a degree not as crazy as it gets in the states mm. however like when you hear stuff like brick throwing and that's stuff like I that asked. that's more like our age shit and like we're men's in our 40s type of shit yeah well I'll tell you the, the two things that I like remember like remember mm-hmm the things they weren't able, my parents weren't able to like shelter us from this was one, like I just remember I hearing the brick, mm-hmm. and then somebody, some sound like a young white guy, but who knows? You start like nigger. Wow. Facts. I heard that, and I remember like my parents getting up, and like I remember me not even getting up to like really see it. Mm-hmm. I just heard it, but like I know like I heard my parents get up and like deal with it. I heard them sweeping the class. Mm-hmm. But I stayed. Yeah. Like, we knew. We just knew. Like, stay where you are. Yeah. But I just remember that one, like... And I remember it happening again, but I don't remember, like, the details of that time. Mm-hmm. But that time, I just remember, like, hearing the glass. Like, I remember, like, maybe I was up or... Like, I heard it go through the window. Yeah. I didn't, like... It was like I was already up or something. I don't know. That's crazy. And then the, uh, the last time I remember, we were, we were just moving to Brampton. And we used to, like... My parents bought a new house... And, like, they scoped out a place. Mm-hmm. Like, we looked Scarborough and, like, what's the best option? And they felt Brampton was the best option for their four daughters right. who they're trying to, you know, grow. Mm-hmm. So they bought, like, a new house, you know, being built. So we yeah. would, like, go up every Saturday and see it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it would be, like, taller every day. And it was crazy yeah. knowing this, we were going to move here. So I remember, like, right when we were, like, I think my dad was doing U-Hauls for a bit mm-hmm. and taking all the stuff from the house. And on, like, the day we were leaving, I was in the whip, and we were, like, just outside. So it was called 66 Walpole. It's, okay. a, like, resi- like, it's like a residential area. Yeah. And then right outside the area is, like, you're, like, in the street. Like, turn into it. It's a little section. Yeah. I, like, went back there recently to check it out. So I remember we were right outside the area. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. And someone just, yeah, they threw an egg from the top. They were, like, yelling explicit or whatever. And then they threw an egg from the top, like onto the windshield. Wow. Like as we were leaving. And I just remember being wow. like, I'm so glad we're. That's crazy. That's. That's one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I feel like if someone says that, I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna I'm blow the fucking place up. Yeah. I'm fucking, but like, my parents are parents. Like, they actually can't run up on these people yeah, mm-hmm. and then not get arrested. Like, you actually can't really do anything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, they got people dependent on them. Yeah, and yeah. like young daughters. So it's like my dad actually. And they have to be an example, yeah. So I think that was what was really tough about it. And like I'm such a like, you know, I'm a deal with it now type mm-hmm, of person mm-hmm. that it's hard. It's it's I can only imagine how difficult that was for my parents to like, literally only get us out. Like they yeah. couldn't. They couldn't. I feel like maybe a part of like that stuff like happened that from before is makes you to kind of deal with it now type of person you are now. Yeah, I think so. You know what I'm saying? I think like it makes you stronger. You realize like. You shouldn't put up with certain stuff. And, like, my parents, like, yeah. I just, I like, I look back now and I understand what they did. Like, yeah, they gave me an opportunity to, like, not have to become this, like, young, angry black female. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. because I wasn't dealing, I wasn't the one dealing with these issues. Yeah. Like, I was, they were dealing with it. I was sheltered. So I was able to just make music and join the choir mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, like, do these things that you have to do that I now realize i've clearly determined who i am as a person yeah and then i still carry with me this importance of speaking to my experience but mm-hmm. like i don't know you can taint that experience like really young 
like those people could have really tainted me like yeah. i could have been a different person oh, for even sure. them even me moving to brampton i think if i grew up in a certain area in toronto i'd be a different person yeah i yeah. can Most tell definitely. i can definitely. tell i would be a different person and i that's for anybody though that's for anybody i agree yeah. and i think that yeah. like i don't know how in control of the person i think i might have been i would be yeah and I, that will worry me because i already have I'm already not fully in control of the person I am now, but I understand that my environment has allowed me to like be like, okay, like I, I haven't dealt with the type of hardship that like warrants a certain type of like hardness that some yeah. people need to have every day. I haven't had to, you know, so yeah. it's just different. I learned how to make music. Yeah, your I parents helped you to do that. I got yeah. seven years of singing lessons. They were able to afford that. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was good. different. That's, that's, like yeah. I was very. Like you like, say you're, you're sheltered in a different way, right? So they kept you occupied by music lessons yeah, and yeah. your sister's doing piano and mm -hmm. singing yeah. and doing whatever. Yep. Not to deal with the bullshit that they were dealing with with bricks through the window, eggs on their flipping moving vehicles. Like, yeah. that's nuts. I can't believe this is like, but then this is like how many years ago also, right? I was like a kid, yeah. yeah like I would have so, been like... No, we don't need to age yourself or whatever, but yeah. like, you just know that's... That couldn't fly right now in this city, like... You throw a nah. bunch of his window, you know, like yeah. Consequently, yeah, well, that's that's probably the least of their their worry. Like people, somebody gonna get cursed. Nowadays, people are worried because <laughs> they don't know when a shooting's gonna happen. Yeah. Or something oh happen, yeah, right? so they don't they have to react different, different now. Right? Yeah. It'd be very different now, and like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I can, when I, you say your parents dealt with it, and you didn't have to deal with it, right? So they were dealing with that issue. Yeah. Yeah. you were still being a child like you said you could have been an angry frustrated black woman like mm. yeah. because of those 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 two experiences right yeah. they let you deal with it like more constantly yeah. I feel like having me come home right after school was like we like if the, the more conflict is trauma like yeah. to a young body it's just the more trauma the harder you gotta be to deal with it like you like develop new tendencies based on trauma you have mm -hmm, to mm -hmm, find mm -hmm. a way to navigate trauma yeah. and the more you know what i'm saying like the more your child is exposed to it based on race politics yeah i mean it's gonna affect her no. or him like yeah. it's just so i just feel like for me like i'm glad that i had the I guess the little barricade that I did to yeah. be able to focus on the things that I that I did yeah. I was able to like be producing at 12 at the, yeah, you know, and making I, music yeah, yeah like I talked to some older like people that are like older now and like they're in like they're in like hood politics you mm -hmm, know like mm -hmm. they don't really have a choice of you know whether or not they're involved they're just involved it just yeah. is what it is and like it's the, the opposite of how I grew up it's just very different yeah you know? Well, you put a lot into your into your into your raps into your music, right? Like, how long does it take you, on average, do you feel like to write like a rhyme, like a sixteen? Because it's not no dibble dibble thing that you that you write. You, <laughs> you put some some meat into those bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I think I. It varies. I think the more the production speaks to me, the faster usually it comes. Mm -hmm. um, but. It does vary. Um, okay, let me reposition it. Quickest rhyme that you ever wrote. And what song was it for? The quickest rhyme of a song that I could reference. Yeah. That's actually good. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, wrote, that went out. Yeah, I'd say 13. I wrote 13. I'd say between 15 and 20 minutes, maybe. Okay. That was probably the... that And that was like not a... That song doesn't have a hook, so it's just like... I don't a even know how bars. many bars it is. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. over 16, but... 
I remember that one. It was just I'd been sitting on that beat. I'd written like three songs, two or three songs to that beat, mm-hmm. and I was like not fully impressed by them. I felt like the beat was so good I that the song that I could do better. Yeah, and it just. I remember I was like Googling, like sometimes I just, you know, you just Google YouTube shit. Mm-hmm. And I was on YouTube and I stumbled upon the 13th Amendment. And like I'd always thought about the parallels of like the slave system. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a slave one, right? The, yeah. The free servitude. Parallel to like the slaves, the slave labor and prison labor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like the parallels of those two things. Okay. I've always thought about the parallels of those and like how like slaves, well, not, I guess criminals. Which is, I guess, the same thing through the 13th Amendment. That's the whole point of the song. Right. But, like, if you're a criminal and you're imprisoned, you're going to be, like, if you're in prison, you, in, like, in, in American institutions, you can work for, in, like, companies, like. Yeah, the chain like gang and shit companies like that over there. Yeah. where people have, like, salaries. Yeah. Like, IBM and shit. Like, and, like, I just remember, like, reading that when I was younger and being like, oh, that's, like, really ironic like that's like that's very clearly you know the song that I wrote mm. but like I didn't write a song at the time yeah. and I, I remember when I read the 13th Amendment and it just like plainly said like no one's a slave anymore unless you are doing crime then you're yeah. still a slave yeah, if you're incarcerated if you're in jail then it's yeah. just in layman's terms and like for me I think it's I have a difficulty I have this thing where it's like I know if I write a song about certain topics like black politics as a black woman or female politics Mm. as a black woman I think sometimes the listener has this like oh of course like she's gonna have that bias therefore like I already knew she was gonna have this opinion it's not anything new to me it's not wowing me and it like I don't the song's not gonna have the impact I want the song to have Mm -hmm. because I want every possible person that listens to it to be moved by the information right I felt like by writing about I felt like by writing about the 13th Amendment, I was not talking about my opinion on it. Mm. I felt like I was talking about straight facts. Nobody could question what I was saying. Like, Hawaii Mighty is like, completely removed from that narrative. And it's like, I literally am just narrating some shit yeah. that exists in the world. And you can't really argue it. And it makes it easy to perform that song in front of like a mm. crowd of people that are like, I was not expecting you to go there. It's just like, yes, I'm just, I just, I read a thing. didn't expect to get educated. Yeah, yeah I read yeah. a thing, here you go. Like, it's not like, and I feel like, da, 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 like, songs are so emotional and they come from us. And, uh, you know, in Women Colors, a song that talks about, like, you know, in some, like, deeper themes, but it's very personal. It's, like, specific yeah. to me. It's, yeah. like, literally a narrated story of something that happened to me. So, like, it's the opposite, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like 13 was, like, it was important yeah. to write a song like that. Cause it, I wrote it in fifteen to twenty minutes because it wasn't really coming from me. Yeah. Like I was narrating a thing that I learned. Like I was so blown away by the information that it just, it just like, flowed out of you. Yeah. yeah. So it was the quick one of the quickest songs that I've written because the production was so strong. Mm-hmm. I knew it so well because I'd written two different songs to it. Yeah. And now I had new information and the inspiration hit. It was my day it off. I fit. wasn't working. It just fit. Yeah. I just smoked. Just mm-hmm. put it down. Song was done like yeah. fifteen minutes. So like yeah, it varies, but it can be as short as that. Like if it's a really short thing, you could write it in you know a ten fifteen. But yeah. like I like to like write something quick, mm-hmm. cut it, bump it, refine it. That's sometimes like I find my process right now is kind of that. 
Yeah. I get a beat I really like and I vibe to it and I kind of like just go with like my initial vibe. Mm-hmm. And then like I refine it because like there's obviously there's gonna be so much in there that I don't like when yeah, I freestyle. Yeah. Like that's just I'm a perfectionist and I. So I'm, how do you choose your beats? What's your beat selection like? That's a good question. Um, <coughs> my uh, my brother, he goes by Mighty Prince. He produces and he is very good mm-hmm. and like he's a great yeah. jump off source because. He's an eighteen-year-old kid who makes wow. beats in my room, mm. <laughs> and so I literally just hear the heat. <laughs> and if I like it, I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> send me that shit." Just like Put right off the press, yeah. 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 So you're getting fresh. You're getting fresh pull. And he's eighteen, so he's got that like he's got that young energy. He's got the pulse. Yeah, he like has four older sisters who mm-hmm. are all musical. Three of them play the play play the piano. Yeah. We all sing. Like there's there's so much resources he's pulling from yeah. he, plays, he played sax in the band like so he just yeah he's a, I'm gonna make him implement that like he yeah. if he doesn't see it yet he will see it soon come on like yo yeah, yeah I think he that's I think tight he's, yeah. he just got an ear too yeah. and he just has the well, he's fifth like you said he's number five right yeah, yeah. or six five, yeah. five five yeah Yo, yeah. that's dope. And the only boy and, so and he, he, everyone sings and, and plays piano you rap so yeah like you say he's your parents they're not my, musical? My parents, they are musical, but they're just not musicians, like yeah. you think. Like, but no, my dad just, he builds his in-house sound systems, just strings everything together. Like, Turntables, mm-hmm. records. Yeah, records, and then, like, the actual, like, the horn of the speaker, like, builds it, puts it in a okay. box, makes okay. it red, yellow, and gold, like, a, like, like a sound man. green, like, yeah. and, you know, like... Okay, he's building the sound. He's building the sound, like, yeah. but he's not, like, like out there, like... He's in the house yeah, with his, that's own for his own personal sound. thing. Yeah, yeah a sound on every floor, you know? Yeah. A basement sound, that's the biggest one. And it, you know, it extends to the corners of the, you know, it's yeah. like surround sound. And then on the upper floor, he's that got a small good basement nice. jam with that type of shit. Oh, he's got, he's, he's like, and he like, he really pushed me like playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. He like got me my first guitar. He's, he shows it, his, like his pride. Like I've seen it because my dad is not. He's not a man who's really like bumping hip hop. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he listens to culture reggae mainly. Yeah. Like, but my dad also does listen to everything, and I feel like somehow like my music's really opened him up. I like he comes up to my shows now. Like he didn't really come to rap shows before. The mm-hmm. energy's different. Yeah, yeah. But now he's there. He's like saying the words with me. Sick. Like it's like yeah, you know. Okay, yeah. okay, that's he's good. Really, that's a blessing. Yeah, and I just you know you just he's just seeing it grow. He's oh they've always they've always supported me so much. Mm-hmm. But he's just not someone who like. You're not a hip hop man. Yeah, like he's more <laughs> reggae, and you know what I'm saying. And like he's not even like dancehall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's, it's not thing. even that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand with the content, even my own. That sometimes it's just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's maybe not where you would go. But I've seen like. The palette, his palette has grown. Yeah. But he's always pushing, you know, try the guitar and try these different things. If I'm playing an instrument, he's like, keep going. Like, yeah. you know, and then my mom, like, you know, she's always influenced it so much too. And like, they support it. They obviously, like, they paid for it for years. Yeah. All my sisters are so talented. Like, my sister Omega, like, she's on my song Wishy Washy. Yeah. Oh, and like, she, I, Omega I, Omega Mighty. Yeah. yeah, yeah I use yeah. it for a lot of things, you know. Yeah. I use it for a lot of things, you know. Hey. I get her to sing with me. I get her to perform with me. Mm-hmm, She's mm-hmm. my makeup artist. So, like, when, oh, my, when my face is really beat, that's her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Family. Know? Yeah. And, yeah, and, like, 
like that's sick yeah. that's awesome man Family, she's man. my choreographer when wow. i need music videos i always need to pull her through to like make that come to life you know yeah, that, that wishy-washy video was fucking hard yeah yeah like with like the whole reggae feel going on in mm-hmm. there too it was, that was having a her on video. that track house yeah, yeah. produced by my boy taboo mm-hmm. and tool man from a tribe called red yeah and then yeah, that was yeah. shot by adi Emmy. he's a photographer i work with a lot he's amazing and shot by shanik t as well and they they really like came through on they did all four of my visuals okay from that album like they did and he shot the album cover too. Mm. He like did the whole visual campaign. Yeah, you know? yeah, keep it keep it all like one um, one, one vision. Roof. Like yeah. so, we all understand like what we're doing. So everything is makes sense to like the palette. Like if you made a mood board for the album, yeah, everybody saw the mood board, you know, yeah. and they like their contributions were according to colors we selected, the feel we selected, you know. Mm. Let me ask you, because um, you're a solo artist now. But oh, well, you're oh. still part of the group sorority, right? Yeah. Well, we just disbanded recently. Okay. Like, we just did our last tour in November. Because the question I was going to ask at first is, y'all were a four-member group, and yeah. then it got, went down to three. Yeah. So what happened there, and then why do y'all disband now? We. Oh, I just realized. I seen you guys perform. Oh. My hair was up the whole time. It was supposed to be like this. Uh-huh. So I'm just letting the audience know. Because this was this is the style. Just for just for continuity. <laughs> yeah, I just put my hand in there. Like, yeah, this is. Yeah. Well. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. So sorority. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We we became a crew after that initial International Women's Day. Yeah. Yeah. We put out that cipher. Yeah. And it like went viral. I never saw like a million views on something. Hmm before or since you know that was a really crazy thing yeah. and then we became a crew like a couple of months after that because of the debate of like the thing we did people wanted to like see it live yeah and like, so you guys perform yeah connected dot yeah okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that was like more, that was like once we were already a crew yeah. we became a crew because people like were asking to see us and we weren't even a crew so we're like Yo, okay should we do something with this and we and we joined like Became the sorority at that time. We came yeah. up with the name. And like, how did you come up with the name sorority? Like, well, just... Lex came up with it. She was the she was one of the members. She came up with it. We were like in a group chat. We were like, "What represents female togetherness?" Mm-hmm. And she's Greek. Okay. She ended up coming uh, up with the sorority. And like, yeah. went and we were like, "Yeah, that works." Did you oh. have the alpha letters and everything too? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did that whole thing, and it was really cool. And. uh yeah, we did that for a bit, and we did the album Pledge in 2018, mm-hmm. and I was right in 13th floor at the same time. So we were all solo artists before we uh, became the sorority. Right. So for me, that Cypher video actually really sparked like sub- in my like solo stuff. So the year that we became a crew, prior to that, I was putting out a solo project, mm-hmm. uh, and it was called Flower City, and that yeah. was like... Very dope, like an EP. I, like, I was like, I'm going to do the opposite of what everybody does. Like, I'm going to pay a little homage to Brent. I'm going to yeah. fuck that shit. And I did a project, all like self-funded. I got a little factor grant. Mm-hmm. And I like nice. really tried to, you know, and that's like, this is like, this is what I can do without resources. Yeah. Is, is Flower City what they call Brampton? Like I get like in the government, government like municipality they do. So yeah, I that's like what I mean. Like, that's, kinda, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, okay. yeah. The, yeah I, I don't know why really. I guess the park's all supposed to have like 
Anyway. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, just sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I just it was it, I thought it was a cool spin on something that people you know shit on a lot, but like I've been here for a bit. And, like, yeah. Like, kind of from here, like can't yeah. really. You know, so I just did my, my little flip on it, but yeah, like that project came out in 2017, mm-hmm. and that was after the cipher, which was in 2016. Okay. So that came out, and then like through that, I started like making some like really cool solo strides at the same time we became a crew and we started making really cool group strides mm-hmm. and i think the same thing was happening for everybody in the group yeah but we chose in 2018 to focus on the sorority so we did pledge album it was a really cool experience like mm-hmm. we toured we did things that i hadn't done as a solo artist as yet yeah. and it was really it was a really cool experience yeah. and then i was during the album that during the run of that album I was writing my next album. Mm-hmm. I had met my manager. Um, yeah, like things with the solo career was just doing was this. Moving, and yeah. the group was doing this. And I feel for all of us, like that was kind of happening. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like at some point in time, it was me, Lex, Keisha, Phoenix. At some point in time, Phoenix wanted to focus on her solo career. Mm-hmm. She has a group, another group, a different wow. group. Like, yeah. it's like a duo. So I think like I think that's and that's what she like said publicly. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to focus on the group her other, and, her other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at that originally time, it wasn't meant to be a group. It just came together due to the cypher. The sorority. Yeah. And like for me, like I was always like I was doing Hawaii, like I'm, I'm Hawaii Mighty all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So I was always. But like when when we started doing the sorority thing, like I was doing the sorority, yeah, thing, yeah, you know? yeah, right, 100%. And then I was yeah. doing both, and then I was just like, I'll do this until I can't. Like that yeah. to me, that was that the was mentality. Your mindset, yeah. I'll do this until I can't, and I literally did it uh, until like Phoenix had left, and then it was just the three of us, and we did that for another year, almost a year, mm-hmm. and then we did a, a like a more summer and closing tour. And I think at that point in time, we just like discussed like, can we give a hundred percent to both our solo career, and, and our the and the group, yeah. and like we, we we us three were all really on the same page, when we understood that maybe we couldn't like give yeah. it, and we were like I, we don't want to like ride something, to the ground like I felt like we were in a good spot we Even felt like we were note, in, yeah yeah and like, you don't want to get to the point where it's like starts looking lazy. Or like something sacrifices, and I know for me, like you get start getting double booking, mm-hmm. and like yeah, no, you commit sure. to something, and then something huge comes, you know, for the other thing, whether it's the group or your solo, yeah. and you just start getting conflicts, and then like it's yeah, just unnecessary conflicts, yeah, yeah, just in, yeah, just in terms of like doing something, and then like not being able to do something else, and then like literal like mental anguish, yeah, that can and also you're responsible for for three other people's like you know kind of like their outbreaks or whatever because you guys are a group now right so you, they're looked at like oh if they're doing something you know you maybe it's all look, on the group yeah. yeah it's like it's all on you know now you have you do your own individual things and they do their own individual thing you don't have to worry about slack from something else falling on top of you that you might not even have been a part of yeah yeah do you, do you understand what i'm saying like yeah sense? i think so like, let me ask you a couple questions yeah. um and let's get to like some other accolades because you got a lot yeah. of different things going on. Actually, before the accolades, you're in a like big male-dominated industry, right? Oh yeah. How is it for you as a woman trying to navigate through this type of industry? 
Especially with all the bitches and hoes that everybody's always <laughs> rapping out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with this game being a really super heavily male-dominated game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And very misogynistic with the hip-hop, with it being hip-hop, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody says, you know, you got everybody, bitch and hoe is like the quickest thing that comes out of every rapper's mouth, male rapper's mouth. Yeah. And female rapper, too. How do you navigate yourself through this type of like this game as a young woman? It's uh, it's interesting because it's like I hmm, I think my initial approach to hip hop, like as a young female who was raised the way I was, was just like different. Mm -hmm. So I was like super like extra conscious when I was young, like like just like very like. I'm always gonna do the right thing type of like energy yeah, and like yeah, why yeah. do the wrong thing Positive and like energy. I kind of had some bars in there but it was still kind of corny like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did it in this really corny way when I was younger preachy rap like, really really yeah like yeah, preachy yeah, yeah, rap yeah. but like but it was like I guess impressive for like 13 mm-hmm. you know so I feel like as I evolved into like the things that I feel you're finding your sound value right? yeah I'm finding my sound and finding ways to say the things that I actually think, and I'm also like refining the thoughts. Yeah. I'm getting older, and like, yeah, I don't remember the question, but like, how you navigate yourself through like such a male-dominated game, especially with it being such a misogynistic one. I think, um, I think I just like understand like this is like an ecosystem, mm-hmm. you know that I'm navigating and there's going to be elements of things that I don't do. There's going to be things I don't do. There's going to be things maybe I don't listen to. There's going to be things that I don't do but that I like. Like, it's yeah. just going to be, like, hardships. Like, everything's just not, like, and, like, I realize the ecosystem that I'm, like, looking towards. I feel like I'm doing something that's, like, a lower ratio. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's easier to come from a certain aspect when it comes to writing. Like, I... Sometimes, like, I find my pen goes there. Yeah. And, but then I, like, sometimes, like, you might take longer to write a verse because I'm just like, I don't know. You read it back It would be yeah. easy. Yeah, like, my pen could go there. Like, I understand. I understand certain th- I understand why, why people, it's easy sometimes. And I understand that, like, when people respond to it, it's just easy to, like, you know. I'm like, yo, if I were to write this, I know people would say like this. Like, if you made some, like, Cardi B type yeah. of yeah. shit. Yeah. Or I like, understand yeah. it because I understand, like, I've seen the reaction, but, like, I just like understand like what I'm trying to do too, mm. and like I understand the degree like of how close I could get, and like, like I listen to trap music, I listen to music with the lyrical content that, like I really probably don't fuck with. Mm. Like I'll just listen to the parts that I, I like are important to me, like the production. Yeah, and yeah, I'll take yeah. something like oh the kick did this, ooh the hi hat did that, like. Yeah. But I'll just. You're not really with the message as much. Like, there's a lot of music that, that I know the content, like, deep down. Like, it's the message I'm not really fucking with, but, like, the flow I'm fucking with. Yeah, or the, yeah, like, yeah, So yeah, I, yeah. I try to, like, segment it when I'm trying to, like, discern art. Mm-hmm, like, when mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, determine art, trying to take my personal whatever out of it, like, out of there and, like, just kind of, like, assess it on, like, what does it sound like, though? Yeah. Like, and how did they approach what they were trying to do? Yeah. Like, if your song's intention was to do that and you do it really well, I can't really hate like yeah. that's what you intended to do and I'm fucking with that like yeah. there's, always, there's a time and a place for every like type of thing but like I just know what my thing is too and mm-hmm. I know I'm contributing and I know in the ecosystem like not a lot of people are like needing to fill the void that I 
feel like I'm trying to. Yeah. So it's like it's in my own little space, and that's kind of cool too, because I can just. There's not. I don't feel like there's like direct competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. lots of competition, but it's just like direct. I'm like I'm not trying to do exactly what anybody's doing. I'm trying to yeah. do like. Like if it was exact, I'd probably try to find something slightly different because I I want to just do my own your own lane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, she's already doing different stuff like with your win, the Polaris. It's different. That's a right. That's a writing award, right? It's a album. It's an album. It's it's based on your album, like the quality the, of your album, not the quality. The, the artistic merit. The artistic merit of and your album. Yeah. So like basically it's like the best album in Canada based on artistic merit alone. So like not sales or streams or it's the content the quality. Just content. like yeah. based on the jurors that yeah. are yeah. Yeah. between like only eight different albums or something like that. Ten, ten. Ten different albums. One of ten, yeah. That's crazy. It's a narrow field. Yeah. It was um it was a, it was an amazing feeling because yeah, those albums were all dope. And like mm. it was long listed, so like it was initially 40 albums. Wow. That, like, you don't even know if wow. you're going to make it to 10. Yeah. And there were some really good albums on there that didn't make it to the 10. And so, I was like, whoa. So there's 40 albums on the list. You don't know if you even make it to the top 10. Yeah, like, making it to the 40 is already like, whoa, you made the long list. Yeah. And then 10 is the short list. And when I made the 10, I was like, that means I, like, for sure go to the ceremony. I was like, that's a win in itself. Like, yeah. I for yeah, sure no, go to the a, ceremony. Yeah, no, and sure. I for sure perform. That yeah. means I get to show people what I do live. At That's the an Juno's, incredible. Yeah. Well, at the Polaris. At the Polaris. Polaris is its own yeah. thing. It's, it's its, its own, own thing. thing. And, it's it's its own presented at, and it was presented to you at the Juno's? Is that how it works? No, the Juno's is separate. This That's is a own, separate thing. It's its mm-hmm. own I'm thing. I'm mixing those two things it's together. It's its own Polaris own is a... Uh, Juno's is like an award ceremony where they give many awards out. Mm-hmm. You know. And Polaris is just one award a year yeah. based on the like an album that they deem to be the best one based on artistic merit based yeah. on the jurors that decide that and so it's like its own thing yeah what I want to know <clears throat> is what did you do with the 50 G's <laughs> yeah. are you I, getting a person's business mind that's well, it's public they put it out there yeah she won okay you don't even know what she did with the money man like, I'll shit. tell you I, I reinvested it like honestly smart you know what I mean it's like, pro- probably ha- pr- like portions of that is probably still in the bank account like it goes right in the bank and mm-hmm. then everything is just an investment so yeah. right back into yourself yeah, like facts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So like, you just know you're gonna perform, and the performance also does not dictate the win. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. You didn't know you were gonna. You just knew you're in the top ten. You're like you're invited. You're yeah. Possibly you could win. Possibly then, out of yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, it was also like so like eclectic, right? Like it was like pop. <coughs> it was like a sick band, mm-hmm. and then um, Jesse Wiz, Jesse, like you know, yeah. and like it's not even those kids, and there were like yeah. there were many other like. There were many other amazing artists that were yeah. like they were all very strong too. Yeah. Like that, that for me, like I look at it like this: I'm a black female, and like I don't like I don't really walk around with the mentality that people are gonna like understand me in mm. different settings. I think I walk around with the mentality that like understand how you want to be understood. To, to, depending on your setting. Yeah. So if you're in a job setting and you got to talk and that certain voice so that they give you that job and you just got to do what you've got to do. Yeah. And I can do that if I have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like so... Code switch. You know what I'm saying? So 
Yeah, I forget how I was going to apply that <laughs> because. <laughs> Those no smoked out podcast, yo. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. Oh no! Yeah, uh, is that backwards? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one for you as far as accolades. Double XL rated you as one of the top people to look for in hip hop for 2019. Yeah, that was really cool. How did you feel when you heard that? That was she really cool. You a smiley answer. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. Because you know when you got that, <laughs> that that news, you were like, yo. It, that, that was also, like, the start of, like, like, um, how long was it? Like, blogs and, like, what do you call them? What do you call those things? Man. Like, not the, um. Like, social, like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. Media? Press, media. That was, like, the first of, that was, like, the top of the year of 2019. Yeah. It was, like, January. Yeah. And, like. It was just the best way to start the fucking year. Yeah, yeah, It was like, yeah. whoa, like, I just... And, like, I was just like, how was I even on their radar? Like, we have no relationship with them. We have no USPR. How were you like, on their radar? How did he find I you? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's I mean, crazy. like... That's nuts. Like, maybe I don't know the exact... Maybe they found you through sorority at the show. Maybe they found you through the freestyle cypher. Who knows? It wow. could be through anything. Right? It literally could be right? through anything. Yeah. And, then, and then you won, you won this year, right? The award. It was this year you won? The Polaris? Yeah. Uh, 2019. Cause it's tw- well, sorry, it's last year. Yeah. Sorry, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. But so, so that must be, so the beginning of the year, they're like, yeah, look out for this person to do big, and then you end up winning this a big award. Like, I don't know when in the year, but. Yeah. So like that it must was, have, like, that's crazy. It yeah. literally, yeah, things literally felt like they lined up for me this year. Like, it's not. Like I don't know if I I don't I I don't really believe in luck, but I don't know, man. Something definitely. I've had some good it. stuff going yeah. on, but I've also like really fed back into the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when something good happens, I like feed it with hard work. Yeah. I feel and like I don't know if that's just gonna keep working, but like I'm just gonna keep doing that because yeah, like I just can't like I look back at 2019 and it's been like the most productive year of my career indefinitely I've been able to walk away from my full time job mm-hmm. I've been doing this with full time job for the whole time that's blessed uh, you that's, know that's yeah. beautiful and now I'm like really actually legitimately full time musician like doing this and and starting to like introduce like a team that I also like am starting to facilitate money in their pockets to help build this thing together it's yeah, just no, like it's, I, yeah, I it's like saying. you know what i'm saying like it's just yeah 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 the feeling is there that like you can see i can see it it's yeah. nice it's a nice feeling when you know you can um help employ people and make people eat yeah. you know it's crazy. what i mean yeah. last year like you said you were last year yeah you were doing it with a full-time job now you're like fuck that straight music 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. and like with help like with having a team having people that believe in you having like people that know what they're doing around you as well like you know you 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 can move money in the right way so you can afford like i can afford to not have a full-time job it -hmm. actually makes more sense to not have a job and like i literally worked until that shift right there like i didn't quit and then like make ends meet and i and i respect that like mm-hmm. angle well, as well sure. mm-hmm. but like for me like i just had a lot of music expenses too like i wanted gear and i, yeah. I needed stuff i had to pay for 
So like I always felt like I just needed the job, and I was working at Long and McQuay, so it was a musical oh. job. So Boom. I did that for four yeah. years, but then I eventually got to that cycle where it's like the amount of hours I'm putting in here. Mm-hmm. If I could actually put that into myself at this mm-hmm. point, I feel like it it will turn into money. Yeah, and it did. And no, I, I, that's, that's yeah. I see you better you, than yourself, basically. Yeah. yeah, you're you're on a on a on a good good path. You're 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 moving real quick, and you're and you're moving in a good direction. Um, Thank you. Even with everything that's going on with you, right? And there's a lot of things that even that, to pull something from the news that's going on right now, right? Um, the whole Harvey Weinstein is back in the news, going through court and all that. Right oh, now. really? Yeah, like his court cases are now coming. He's now going to trial. Okay. Right. Um, now with that whole Me Too conversation coming back up in the in the news and stuff, what what I want to know is, have you ever been in one of those situations, being a woman in this game, like somebody tried to put you into a Me Too situation? Oh. I mean, if they tried, they didn't. Because mm. I've heard a lot of stories where women go to the studio or guys promise things, but mm. then in the end of the day, they're just trying to smash. Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of promises. I was really naive when I was young, but I was also like not with. Like I was like. It wasn't about music. Like I, I wouldn't even. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. You just block it out, really. Yeah, like I feel like there might have been things that I missed when I was younger, but like there was never anything for me so, so blatant. But like also, like I was like when I was younger, like I wasn't. Re- I wasn't allowed to go to the studio on my own, like. You know, yeah. it, there were certain things I wasn't able to do. So by the time I was. I feel like I was older, so like I was kind of like I'm like you know more, more like aware, you know, more shit, like yeah. myself now. But I I I know people that I would be worried about what they would be like if they were in the studio with somebody else. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I worry yeah. what they would be like if they were in the studio with someone that looked a, sp- a particular way. If I, I see, the, I've definitely been around people that I've seen the way they move, and I'm like, I, I just like I know like sometimes too like it's like what I do and the box that I book check for that person mm-hmm. yeah. like that doesn't mean you're not like a a dirt bag or something yeah, 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 yeah. like i can i can see when you're like a, you, a, you know what i mean you but like you just vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah i can feel it when it's directed to somebody else yeah, like yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, directly so you said that yeah okay so uh, just to switch gears for a quick second all right this is a question that we usually with all our guests we've been asking over the last two years now right because fuck we're going into year three you know what i'm saying well hopefully not no, no, we're going to into year three of, of the podcast. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. Yeah, yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but my, my mind was going somewhere else with the question. But right? as far as with the question itself, right, we're looking in the city where it's, like, gone crazy over the last two years, right? Like, the level of gun violence has gone through the roof compared yeah. to what it used to be, right? Mm-hmm. And what we've been asking all our guests to try to find some kind of, like, a compilation answer is what can we do to reduce the problems in 2020 that we've had over the last two years let's say Oof. I know I switch gears like you know what I'm saying but it's something that you know we're not looking for the most elaborate thing but like just 
some parts that we can put together with everything else that everybody else has given us too you know what i'm saying because i know it's not a one answer solution obviously, yeah it's right? like such a multi layered yeah thing that has to happen and like i definitely am not the one to know what it is but like what do you think some of the things that are missing if you can make a suggestion on to help something just what would help like if i say, feel like recreational facilities i think as somebody as somebody who responds to those sort of things i know that there is like there's a lot of people that are responding to different forms of arts especially in like some of these like inner city communities mm -hmm. like dance music visual art like just different things and like there's nowhere to express that um i feel like it like it's a time occupier yeah you know what i mean like i, I feel like when you look at certain things like you, know, you hear about things like the remix project mm -hmm. yeah. you know and it's like one thing in one area and like it's just like it's a creative thing and yeah. you can just see like the tentacles of it yeah you know like oh, that would be good if they had them all over the city yeah like even if it was like you know yeah and i don't know who's yeah. gonna fund this but like it's the, the i think something like that the audience that it reaches and like what it allows is like this like this sense of community that i think mm -hmm. is the opposition of like the vibe we see in gun violence like which is so much based on like i'm from here you're from there i'm you know what i mean it's the yeah. it's based on that divide a lot of the time yeah. or based on conflict still divide yeah. and like that sense of community i think if if it's instilled in all of these different i mean you still have different areas i mean not, it's not going to solve everything but yeah. i do think the time that it occupies and like the thing that people can bond over like the priority that that gets when you have facilities when you have resources when you feel important when you feel validated when it's rewarded when you know what I mean? Like artists are popping out of the city. If we had things like that, we'd have more artists coming out of the city. Like mm -hmm. it would just be like more people. Like I'm like I'd rather focus on this because there's lucrative the results. Yeah. yeah, like because there'd be lucrative results, and like we see that there are like with a lot of rappers. But like, yeah, like we know like why people often do the things they have to do. Yeah, and like rapping for <laughs> me was, you know, a volunteer thing for a very long time it doesn't yeah. pay you until it pays you and so it's recreational yeah. if you don't have facilities to facilitate that where the fuck are you gonna be rapping yeah you're gonna, yeah. Be you're gonna do other shit like yeah, yeah. 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 um last couple questions okay with everything that's gone on with this year with you all the accolades all of the like good shit and good vibes right mm. what would be one word that you would use to sum up your 2019 one word mm -hmm. this might be corny but i feel like i'd say like amazing mm -hmm. like actually yeah. i don't think i could complain about much in 2019 yeah like i feel like i discovered myself and my career and my mm. career that's fucking like career like for real like yeah. if i play this smart this is the lane for like a while. Yeah. For the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, I'll buy a mighty, yo. You won that prize, that, that would, like, right there, if I won something like that, 
just based off of, just based off of the content of the quality of your music I'd be on the on the roof I'd be screaming to the like yes like I I would be like yo this is because that's a big win yeah it's it was honestly I'm not gonna lie like I'm I'm never gonna get over it I don't know if I'll ever fully process it well maybe like when you start getting accolades that you're gonna have way bigger things yeah happening but that's for like you. if that's just the start like shit yeah. it's like, a, i still am not over it like i still like sometimes when i think about it i'm like oh like i get like a little yeah. oh shit like that's a big deal man that's a big deal man yeah, that up for sure yeah and i'm really grateful for everybody that contributed that contributed to that album like made like it go into the pockets that it did and mm. like take the risks that it did and like just every little thing like that was precious. Those those times in the studio by myself, I was almost in the studio by myself, like sick for like eight days. Yeah. And before that, like in the studio for like you know another like four, like with Toolman and like just like starting ideas, and it was just crazy. And then like in my house, and it was amazing. It was amazing. You know, like. So yeah, amazing is the right word for 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. amazing. You're like, it's amazing. It's amazing. Everything yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that was the right word. <laughs> so what do you got coming up for 2020? Besides the NYC show. Mm. Well, I'm trying to get into the states a little bit more. So mm -hmm. uh, trying to just like focus on it a bit. Um, I have a show in San Francisco the okay. same month. Um, and I'll be in LA. I don't know if I'll be doing shows, but I'll definitely be. In LA, doing some more networking and setting, you know, more footprints in place. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. just we're trying to like do more placements, always in the background, um, songs and TVs or shows, yeah. stuff like that. Just yeah, you know, I forgot to mention the whole insecure placement that you got. How'd that How'd that pop off? Yeah, I uh, I met with uh, a company, Greater Goods in LA and mm -hmm. we started working with them and that was my first like pitch yeah and it was for Insecure Vominos. that track mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, nice. yeah yeah and yeah. they like just gave me some like intel like season I think it was season three mm -hmm. is gonna have these themes and these are some of the things you can hit and I wrote like four hook ideas oh. and they chose the Vominos one and then I fleshed out a song Sick. To, to it and then I submitted it. They submitted it. And then I didn't hear back until like maybe a few months later. Mm. But that was like the first one I ever did with them. And then like it hit. So it was cool. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Havaya Mighty in the motherfucking building. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. I want to hold you for one moment. We have something called Smoke Mirrors. Smoke weed every day. Oh, oh yeah. The tea is exceptionally good today. She's the only one, I think. I'm telling you, she's the only <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get to our Smoke and Mirror segment. You know what I'm saying? And for the people who are just tuning into our Smoke and Mirror segment right now, we got Solo YS in the motherfucking building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo YS in the motherfucking cup, man. Hey, and, and I rolled up a fucking... Amazing looking blunt right now. <laughs> right, I see you use the, 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 the glue. Icky, yeah. yeah, sticky icky. Available on wheelofhiphop.ca. Mm -hmm. Go get that. Hey. Um, okay, so first thing I got here is Instagram is now hiding photoshopped likes or Photoshop pictures, I mean. So let's see here. Shout out to Savvy Sav. Um, They're hiding Photoshop pictures. Mm -hmm. 
Um, article coming here from PetaPixel.com. In an effort to combat misinformation and fake news, Instagram recently rolled out a new feature that flags fake photos. Okay. Um, I would even know that. Mm-hmm. But some now, but now some photographers are wondering whether the system is going too far, making it harder to share and view certain types of photo um, photography. San Francisco-based photographer Tom Her- um, Harriman was scrolling through his main Instagram feed a few days ago and saw that false information warning pops up the first time. Right, and this is the fucking thing that pops up when. What? You are seeing that. You see one of these? I follow, yeah. You saw this ever before? Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it the other day. But how would they know the, the photos Photoshop? Some of them are in, like perfectly Photoshop. Mm. So from the, what, what I see now, mm. there's this guy I follow on Instagram. Yeah. And he was posting something about the Contra. I mean, the Iran. Something that happened Iran back. Something that George Bush said, or mm-hmm. George Bush Sr., or Ronald Reagan, or someone said, well, yeah. oh, I don't care what the facts are. I'm not apologizing for whatever happened mm-hmm. to that ship. That, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. saying, yo, the U.S. done bombed Iran, Iran before, like yeah. in the 60s. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the man basically said, yo, I don't care what the facts are. I'm not apologizing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then the man posted that, and they're like saying, oh, there's misinformation in the statement right mm-hmm. and i was like what the fuck and it's like you still have to it's like a basically a warning that like, it's, it's not true yeah well they're trying to say you well there's you have to look it up for yourself basically to find out what it but there's misinformation in this post it's not 100 percent true the information is not 100 percent accurate some of it is false right yeah so they're saying but then it's like it's a blocker it's like you have to basically tap it after that. Oh yeah, to yeah, yeah. then see what they're talking. It's like about. the the parental one too. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a parental mm-hmm. one exactly. Yes, yeah, so I see that a lot. I see that a lot now. You yeah, know but what you saying? see, hopefully they do that shit to these fake these fake people that make these fake um, content create that the the what are they? They're, this model. Yeah. Have you ever seen that shit? Yeah, I've seen. They make like a fucking complete like the person just like a generated fucking figure. Yeah. And they're like pretending to be a real person. Yeah, I've seen that all the time. I had the I can't find. I had a video the other up here with a man made like basically looks like a black face, and he's a white guy from England, and it looks like he made like a digital model Mm. basically. But when the man had her her face and she's got the red lipstick on or whatever, Mm -hmm. it looked like digital blackface. You know what I'm saying? And the man, like, I created this guy. And you can clearly see that the man is, he's not, he's a he's a, he's a homosexual. So you can see, you know what I'm saying? And the man's like, yeah, I created her and he whatever, does whatever he does with her. But it's like, yo, bro, what? it's fake. It's not real. You're like, you're conning people. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. Mm. Speaking on the fake and Instagram mm-hmm. and everything. Have you ever been faked out by a girl on the ground? Oh, God, catfished? Uh, you know what I'm talking about now. Before I mean, press, like, how deep it. are you saying? How deep into like, the catfish world are they talking? Like, she's her, but the pictures, she's sick with the angling. Oh my oh. goodness! Yeah, that's happened to me before. That's how, that's how. Hold oh, the angles, looking like the body super perksing. Mm-hmm. Knows how to wear the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Knows how to do everything right. Knows how to mm, mm, turn turn this. See that in person, like wasn't that the girl on IG that man's from? And man's laughing at me, like yo, relax, no, he's crazy. I'm looking at the shorty like, whoa, what Where's happened? all the filters? And she left the perks at home, <laughs> like, whoa. 
What's the angle? That's fucking hilarious. Okay. Um, next thing I got here is judge slams Toronto self-detention center for sending accused to jury trial in oversized security gown without socks or underwear. Oh, disrespectful. Pause. Because the guy's on suicide watch. He always on... Well, that's the deeper that's into probably, it. That's probably why um, he's dressed like that. Let me see what this says here from the star. You know, he's there with no drawers on. Watch, no. watch, watch the picture they got of the guy. See, like, how did they? See? He's in court yeah, like that. That's, that's suicide watch. So, that's suicide. That guy's locked up. When he's not going to court, that guy's locked up in a fucking a cell by himself. He's in a pink suit. He's in a, he's there. That's all he has for, like, he has no sheets. Mm-hmm. The man has a mattress. Yeah. That's it. So what was it saying? So the star.com says, uh, a Brampton judge is the latest to slam the Toronto um, self-detention Good. center. Um, this time for a profoundly troubling spectacle of sending a prisoner to court um, to start his jury trial wearing only a huge uh, security gown without his socks or underwears. We're not in a country where that, that, um, um, that, debases um, those accused or convicted for the, for that matter uh, of criminal offenses uh, the court superior judge said blah 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 um, in scratching um, decisions released Monday um, finding that there was no possible justification for sending the inmate David Briacho um, to the court without clothes um, yeah, there's no reason, but that's the reason why he's dressed like that. That's the suicide watch shit. Man. Yeah, that's, yeah, but they can't have him up there a, like that. Obviously, they 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 someone, obviously, someone dropped the fucking ball for sending yeah. him to court like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like not how do, do you know how... The, like, no, I'm not trying to make a defense for them. Mm-hmm. But how do you know how this guy's reacting? What if this guy's refusing to get dressed? And that's yeah, all the yeah, man's yeah, putting yeah, on. Because yeah. he's trying you to make a point. You never know the full story. You don't feces. Know, <laughs> you don't know, like, well, who knows? You don't know the full story, like the man says. Because, yo, when you're on suicide watch or whatever, they have you locked in solitary confinement. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's what not do like they have this guy in here you. for? So. Uh, condition. The sentencing and decision last week. Toronto. It's sad. Um, they're all they're talking about a lot about in this article here about it's the inhumane sad. conditions in the south, right? Oh, okay, there's been a lot of complaints because like um, in the south's a new jail. We're we're like so it doesn't make sense. We're, 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 we're old school Don Don jail niggas. That's right? the south's the new jail. <laughs> we never, God, thank God, never touched the south. You know what I'm saying? But I, every time we are seeing the news loop or mm. whatever. They're like, yo, the condition is the condition. So didn't they build that place so that's because the Don was a piece of shit? Because yeah, I remember that place being a piece of shit. That's a new jail, man. The South is the new, supposed to be that new super jail, man. <laughs> new like piece they of shut shit. school conditions for shut down the Mimico and everything and put everybody in the, yo, especially when you crazy. go in that building, you don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No clocks, no windows, like, no Catch a disease in there. Yo, yo, hospital, everything, court, everything is there, bro. Like, wow. It's it's one just one stop shop, and then someone was showing me the other day, mm. bail all the bail situations switch up. Check this one out now. Mm. May have to sit in court, man have to wait and hope you don't have to catch a ride back to the Don jail and sit through A and D to get released. No, yeah. now you catch a bail, the JP is in court and wow. signs your bail, man. Leave right there. Yo, people. Yo, what type angry. of fuck is that? Yo. <laughs> I'm oh. happy you're freeing up, but yo, trust me, the, the fucking angst that man used to have to go through to free up was a joke. 
Like, yo, you have to wait for the JP. The JP may come to the Don Jail tonight. If you're lucky, you'll catch up before the fucking paddy wagon. And if you don't catch the right, if you, if, okay, say you go to court in the morning and you catch bail mm. before lunch, you're lucky you may get out of there by 5 o'clock. Mm. You hear this, right? Mm-hmm. You may get out of there 5 o'clock. Five. <laughs> if you don't catch that, that window, you're on the bus back to Don Jail. Going to A and D, and then they know you have bail. So yeah, what happens? Yeah, yeah. They make you sit in A and D, and then they process nice. everybody else who's staying. Yeah. That's... And try to ask them to let you out. See what happens. You stay longer. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? They, they'll hold you right to the yeah, last second. You just second. gotta sit there and shut the That's fuck up. And wait. You understand That's what I'm saying? You but you know now the, the, the ladies, the girls say, like, yeah. You just, they say, okay, boom, JP, JP comes, signs you out, you walk out same within 10 minutes. Mm. Well, <laughs> wow. fucked up, man. It's crazy what's going on out here. My rent, sorry. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, You know what I want to know about? Because mm. they're doing a student thing right now. Mm-hmm. They've got the strikes. Mm-hmm. We've been watching oh, CP24 on the loop. Mm-hmm. Teacher strikes, you know about this. Mm-hmm. Teacher strikes, yeah. Right? Um... And none of us at the table got kids. But, I do not know. However, um, the, or at least that I know about. I ain't um, got no kids and I know I ain't got no kids. <laughs> facts. They're saying that they're giving parents from elementary schools $50 a day for each day missed. Up to $60. Up to $60 yeah, a day. 25 to $60. Yeah. It varies in age groups. You know what I'm saying? The older. They're paying the parents. Yeah, they're basically, that's what they're trying to do. $48 million a day. Is what it says that it will break down Holy to forty-eight million dollars for a day, not right? A the, the, yo, they're asking that you don't cap their wages at one percent. The man is trying, yo. The man is trying to fucking uh, negotiate mm-hmm. with a fixed deck. Okay, how are you gonna negotiate with someone? We say, oh, you can only negotiate up to a cap of one percent, no it's more than one percent. This guy's trying to make that. They, I'm pretty sure they made that law, or they're trying to pass that into law where you can't one what. Are they going to spend that much money? Mm-hmm. They and don't have one. They don't have that. But they're going to do it anyways. Yeah. What point is he trying to prove? Do you think that with all this striking, mm-hmm. who do you think is getting affected the worst? The kids. Mm. But I don't, I just, it, it makes no sense to me. They just really, they really don't care about the education and all of that. Yeah. That's the joke. It shows. That's the joke. Yeah. And you know, one thing I was also thinking about is like, there, and I understand the teachers need their money mm-hmm. for sure Yeah. but while all this is going on it's fucking up the next generation of youths mm-hmm. because they're not getting a proper fucking education, education it's all patchy okay well let me say something Mike was it Mike Harris hmm. he did the same shit Doug Ford is doing okay the man cut when I was in high school beer cuts bro you think this is new these, it's just what goes on. That's what's happening. Yeah. It's like a cycle repeats itself. You understand what I'm saying? But right now, the man is really taking a page out of um, Stephen Harper, whatever the guy's name was. He's taking a <laughs> out of that guy. The man was Mike Harris. Sorry. The man was cut, 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 cut. When I was in high school, bro, we used to have basketball, we used to have football, we used to have this, all of that shit, gone. Yep. You understand what I'm so saying? Gonzo. And the yeah. teachers, the facts, the teachers didn't strike. They just didn't, they didn't, like, it was, they, were, they didn't realize but now they're seeing it like, yo, hold on a second. Because they're now, it's our generation. That's the teachers now. They've been like, yo, yeah. we went to school through this shit. We yeah. know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. We understand this shit. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? They fucked up our school. Like, yo, 
<coughs> the kids are going to And then they want to pass this, this the buck to the liberals. Saying, oh, we inherited this fucked up cycle because of the liberals. The liberals are only trying to fix up what you guys fucked up previously. He's on a rant. <laughs> Sorry. All everything that's everything that happens is always they're just trying to fix something that you did previous. That's all that's been going on. It's just yeah. Oh, we did this. Now we gotta fix it. But now it's like how we fixing that? It's like throwing a little bandage on it. Yeah, always putting a little bandage. That one's busting off. When you just put a bandage on this one, now you have to go back to this one. Mm-hmm. And there's the next one over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the problems are coming. All right, let me bring it up a little bit. Young Jock apparently is driving Sky. Uber. Okay, two questions on this. Okay, is he a troll? Is 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 it a troll? And what's your views on rappers working regular jobs? Because Ja Rule also is starting up a a, a, um, a tax company. Well, that makes more sense. Young Jock driving the Uber. Mm-hmm. It's not like he started his own little Uber company. Yeah, yeah. It's like what happened to your record deals? Like what what really happened on those contracts? Like. And loving hip hop, and loving hip hop, but you know, man's go to loving hip hop when you know they're they're trying to get some bread back up. So it's like, Young Jock was making hits. Like, yeah, where's the royalty money? Where's it? You were, it's going down. Like you were making, <laughs> it, like it's going, down. it's going down, down, down. <laughs> like, like, oh, I think he, I think he's just doing this for publicity. To get it might name. be that because I seen that hair about, shit back in the yeah, day. Like, that, like, he, he was, yeah. So hold on, it's like you said. Okay, so he was wearing his hair. Mm-hmm. Then he was wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. Now he's driving Uber. I forgot about the dress. I think it's like, this might be, it's like this a little is, spark. You're going to see him drop is. something or he's going to be on any new movies coming or something. So yeah. it's like a shot. You know, it's like something yeah. like, oh, Lil Jock. Look, we're, we're talking about him, right? Yeah. For the fact that I used to bump his music, I hope this is like some koal, you know, some publicity stunt trying to get some, you know. But if it's actually what he's doing, no good. Prayers out to Young Jock because no one should ever see millions and have to drive Uber. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, homie, you used to be the man. Everyone's saying to him right now. It's not like he opened up an Uber. That's what I'm saying. You would be like, oh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, I got a lift or whatever, like company, like you know. But no, he's driving it. So are we getting yeah, our taxes whatever. done by Ja Rule and them? He says, not. nah, nah, fuck no? that. He was part of Fire Festival. Fuck that. Fire Festival. You watched the. This yeah, guy is about to do that. another. They're about to make another documentary on this nigga. Like, yeah, he was part of that shit. He tried to. He tried to. I wasn't party to that. That, that, that nigga. You were just. You see what happened with that Fire Festival? That it was the Fire Festival was the advertising. <sighs> when they had all the models and they had that was it. But the that man couldn't get that to be what he wanted, and he was promising way too much. Man was just. The man yeah, was me, I was much. entertained when I watched that. Yeah, like, that was oh, a good documentary. Really? It was a good documentary. I heard a lot about that documentary. No taxes by Jaro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he got cleared of that shit. Hmm? Yeah, he got cleared like, yeah, of the, the documentary. Yeah, yeah. So he why. says, also, one second, he says, if you do your taxes with him, you're walking out with dough the same day. What? what? Murder. Dough from where? <laughs> Yo, he's... You, when you're done your taxes... If you got a tax well, return, that, you, oh, you're, you're walking out with that. You saying you get it the same day because I see it. Yeah, you know, you, you do your tax you. sometimes you're waiting. Yeah, man, you, oh, you're walking out. You. Okay, you'll, you'll mail it to you. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, you get the same day? Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. Go oh, check Jaw. You're walking out with a check. So somebody go, go check Jaw and then let me know. Yeah, <laughs> what's next? What's next? <laughs> okay, I, I got one more thing here because I, I, I don't want to. I got something to look at that too. Uh, go for it. The chair girl. <gasps> Sentencing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they put it off. 
Oh my. They put it off. She's not going to jail for that. Yeah, they that. put it off. Well, well, imagine yeah. if one of us threw the chair off of that. Well, mid Jesus. Yeah, we're we'll sitting there right now. There's no more of this right now. So this one, no. So you know where Greg Leslie? You know where her lawyer is, right? You know that he's guy. supposed to be like some big time lawyer, not yeah, true. Of course, she has guy. a big yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, so you know she got that guap, sugar baby. So yo, the prosecutor wanted to give her six months, right? The man must have been quoted on the news as saying, "Yo, my client will not stand for that." <laughs> six months in jail. Offended. What? The man was what? highly offended. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then they went to court for her sentencing. And then the prosecutor must have hit them with a, yo, we can prove she posted the shit on her Snapchat. It's like, no, she didn't post the it. The whole world posted the shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to say that she she's did saying it? that she never Somebody posted else it. Posted Someone it. else posted And then they were like, what? What about Instagram? She never posted it on her Snapchat. That's all the man kept defending, right? Wow. <laughs> so that's like, yo, really the, the, the prosecutor is like, because... Even he said, yo, if, if they can prove that she posted that, then that may sway the decision and she yo. may end up in jail. Yo, you solo from the jump is right. She, she out. She's not going nowhere. She's not going to no jail. She's not, maybe probation, maybe. Maybe probation probably for like a, uh, 16 months, maybe. Yeah, I'm house saying, arrest. How, uh, okay, you're saying she probation. Might not, not house Probation only. I'm saying community service. Mm. Oh, I didn't even think of that. She's off. Service. She's good. Community service. Community She's nice. service on a fine. And a fine that you know she could pay. Something, something community little. Community service on a fine. $5,000 fine. And this is not for you. Cause uh, yeah, I'll keep my mouth shut. You're hitched. Would you smash? Come on, man. I'm smashing. Jimmied up smashing that. Come on, man. Tear girl. Just don't throw no chairs out of my condo. If I, could, if I can give you a high five from here, I would. Don't yeah, worry. I, I got you. I'm on No man's lying. You. You're smashing chair girl. Why do you Thank think you. she was with OVO at the video shoot? They Thank were you. smashing. Thank you. Thank you. They Thank took out the video because she was only there to be smashed, but you, you got to the OVO <laughs> festivities. Okay, so what are we saying? Chair girl's a battery thing? <laughs> she's she's battery off. Come on. She's battery off. That's the new talk. She's battery off. Battery off. Battery off. Battery off. Battery off. I'm going to start using that. Battery off. She's battery off. Yes, chair girl. Shout out to chair girl. And I would smash too. Yeah, of course. Friday. Yo, listen to me. Friday. Listen, Friday. Been... Friday. Every time this girl comes up, she's a baddie. Every time she she's comes a loose up, but cannon. I just took in baddie. her page. I took in her page like last week, and I was like, "All right, this is the first time I'm looking at the chair girl for real." Yeah, she all right, get it. I'm saying community service and a fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I changed my answer. Community service. Yeah, she's gonna batter eyes in that courtroom, and she's bam yeah, right out she of there. She's a woman judge. No, no, she's not getting in. Let me talk to her after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Come on. What's that? What did I pulled up that article for right here? Former yes. beauty queen. And what is this here? It's from the Sun. Oh, she's the one who got arrested. Former beauty queen charged for harassing former lover. So former lover wife. And his wife. Oh, and his wife. And his wife. Oh, that's crazy. So a former Miss Universe Canada winner um, <laughs> was charged with criminally harassing her ex-lover and um, Blue Jays prospect and his wife. 
for several years. <laughs> okay, so she wanted Al- that check. Yep, Alina Semenika, thirty-six, was released um, Sunday from an old city hall, um, Bell Court, for two counts of alleged harassing against Drew and Jennifer Taylor between November sixth of two thousand fifteen to January 9th of two thousand twenty. Damn, Police allege um, Semenika threatened to ruin Drew Taylor's life. Um, Semen, um, Semeni, Semikina, Semikina, my bad. Semikina, Semikina, right? Threatened to ruin Drew Taylor's life or kill him. Um, Semikina was freed with no financial obligations, but under conditions to stay away from the alleged victims and banned for um, communicating in any way with them. Should be in Isn't court she, or back in court. And she got bad though. Didn't she say she's Miss Universe or something? So why is she stressing? There's a picture of her. Like before I start shouting out, holla at me. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, why you why you why you straining out the man when you're Miss Universe or whatever? Like oh, her. she's oh that's what it is. Watch her. Oh, that's what it is. Tear it up. You know that was them times and not yeah yeah, yeah. no them that's times. <laughs> them times no nah, she she could that's another one you she times. needs to get her groove back yeah, yeah, yeah. she lost the groove and that's why he's you know he has the money he's not even Gotta trying get to get him while young yeah you know how the sportsman's go he has the young thing he has to have the young arm candy on him hey, what is the, what is the what did the young boys what do y'all say uh, off that no he's off that yeah you're off that <laughs> you know she was happy to flip in a, with A-Rod and, and, J- and Jennifer Lopez what happened though she was married to my boy Mark Anthony whatever mm. and he must have went to the baseball game they must have did a one picture pose mm. and you see the meme your replacement is right there and you don't <laughs> even know <laughs> it. you know what I'm saying you know, that's facts you, don't, you know what I'm saying eating his fucking Wheaties you know what I'm saying <laughs> yo let's get the fuck out of here man facts yeah. um Let's get your social medias. Let the people know where to find you. Ooh, that's my, uh, uh, my alarm calling me. Um, let the people know where to find you, uh, music-wise, uh, social media platforms, everything. On um, all platforms. on all, this camera right here. On all music platforms, you can find me, SoloYS, on all music platforms. And on all social media platforms, Instagram, Solo.YS. Twitter, at your boy Solo. Um, Snapchat, even, um, Solo.YSE. And then follow the Young Soldier Gang page at, at Young Soldier Gang. And yeah, that's how you can find everything. Scene. Yeah, man. Yo, good looking out for coming through. Thanks for having me. Yes. Big ups. Big ups we love. Yeah, man. Very dope conversation. I don't even want to say it was just an interview. It was like a good conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the best one. Yeah, man. Um, PK Herc, let the people know where to find you. Oh, you done know. It's me, PK Herc, a.k.a. the Ganja Giant, a.k.a. Sparky <coughs> the Bear, a.k.a. Paul Bunyan. Jeez. You done okay. know. You can find me on YouTube, uh, Instagram, not YouTube, sorry, Instagram, yeah, PK Herc. What? But yeah. You done know. You can find me on Instagram. Holla at your boy. The man has all the AKs. You have to pull me back and let me put the AKs. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> You're more than welcome. Yeah, man. If you want to throw in some AKs before it's we so get out of here, AK Mr. Hook comes holla at me. I'm the Hook King. You know what I'm saying? Hey, East yeah. of Toronto, you know where to find a site, man. Mm. You want it all, brother. If you got more, let it out, bro. Yeah, man. That's all I need to say, Mr. Hookups. You know what I'm saying? All Mr. Right. Take your shotty. Mr. Sing to your girl and she's gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of them ones. You boom, know what I'm saying? One, two. Hey, you got more AKs than me, fam. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, I can't have more. <laughs> you can't go through more AKAs than Friday. No, watch this. AKA, I got a verse for you for sale. You know what I'm saying? Okay. See, it's an AKA challenge now. Oh, 16, that's the new one. You see that? That's hey. like a 
it on the IG, you know, it's an AKA channel. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Nowadays, man. Holy. It's so um, true. It's so true. I just actually restarted my website. It was down for a couple of weeks. So hit up my website, Friday, AKA Ricky Dread. Speaking of, because music video there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, He's the re- AKA the retired rapper. Hey, Spotify. I've been here. Now. You, gotta, you gotta show me some of that. You gotta send me some links to that. I'm on Spotify. Friday, oh, Ricky Dread. Okay, done. You know what I'm saying? I'm out there. You know what I'm saying? Right across um, the board. And right there. You know what I'm saying? All across the board, all social medias, Friday Ricky Dread. That's D-R-E-D. Um, make sure to hit up our website. That's welovehiphop.ca. That's the hub for all interviews. That's where we got all the fucking news stories on a regular basis. Shout out to K. Lucas doing his goddamn thing. Um, oh, yo. Shout up? out Quackish on the beat. You yeah. Quatrick Swayze. Shout out Quackish. Yeah. Respect the process. Um, rap challenge starting February 1st alright this will be out over the weekend so way before February 1st get your bars ready alright mm-hmm. we're still accepting beats hit us up on our email we love hip hop um, Toronto at gmail.com again we love hip hop Toronto at gmail.com send us the beats Canadian only alright um, what else Hit us up on Instagram, We Love Hip Hop Network, and on Twitter, We Love Hip Hop Teal. Ah, and don't See? forget to tune into Friday with We Love Hip Hop Radio. Yeah, man. Tune into everything. Selecta. Get um, them subscriptions up. Yeah, man. Please subscribe. All right. We're trying to get 10,000, man. And yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, yo, this is, still subscribe. I'm not saying to slow down. No, no never, slow down. never slow down. Never it's, slow it's, down. It's, Keep it's, the it's traffic right under your head top. You understand know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm like Keep looking. the button. Push the More button. What is it? Smash tops. the button, right? Yeah, man. So, so keep on doing it. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what I'm saying? Tell your, tell your friend to tell the Shati's friends. Yes, uh, Shati's. You know what I'm saying? We need and, the females to watch too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And shout out to Shorty. And Sav, like you said before, I should be telling people, I should be asking people their names. Shout out to Shorty in the gym that gave me the, the hey, oh, you're from the show. Big up to you. you know what I'm uh, big ups. Those are always the blessed ones. Yeah, man. Especially when it's a shorty. Um, <laughs> let's get to, <laughs> I got the track here. I got a track here by alumni, Young Boy Problem. Track okay. is called Overdose. Thank you, sir. Just like an overdose Hope that they fuckin' with the kid But 